What is up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we are... I almost said welcomed. Wow. We are joined by... <laughs> hate to say this, Vic, our third host. Hey. I'm sorry. Can we just make it official? <laughs> I've already I'm crossed kidding. out on the shirt. I've crossed out the un. Uh, so it just says the official third host. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. That's right. It's your favorite guest host on the East Coast. It's DJ, everybody. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, once again, DJ is joining us on this week's episode. Um, and... Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Um, I think I already bypassed what we usually always say with the, you know, we're uh, aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of it. The nerd life. There it is. Um, but you anyway. honestly could have skipped it this go around. I, I feel I should have, but you know what? Whatever. <laughs> Might as well just add it in now. Um, but anyway, um, so for this week's episode, uh, we got one title to talk about with 4K Spotlight. Um, we got nothing for Through the Wall. Um, and then after that, we'll be moving on to our headliner of the evening, which will be our All Bros and I'm going to say Crash and Taz. Wow. Hey, you know. Wow. Uh, I know. It's, I'm uh, sorry. Listen, <laughs> if you're going to be compared to someone, be compared to greatness. That's all I'm saying. You know, Crash and Taz, they're Aww, some great dudes. That's so we will be uh, doing an all bros and untrained eye breakdown of Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I mean, listen, when I saw Sonic 2 today, uh, there was a uh, a trailer for Across the Spider-Verse or whatever, part one, which part one, really. Uh, but I feel like Vic will be with us here in spirit today just because I saw that Spider-Man, uh, <laughs> that Spider-Man trailer. That's fair. Whenever the word Spider-Man is brought up, he's here. Always. <laughs> but anyway, what do you say we guys get? Oh, my freaking hell. What do you say we guys get? Oh, my good Lord. Rose. 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 Yeah. Rose. 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 What do you two say we get started? Well, I'd say that's just dandy. All right. Oh, shit. I forgot who we did last week. Um. Do Ben do his really slow or fast one? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the pitch down one. Hey everybody, Here it's me. <laughs> Need motivation? Angry Dad Podcast. Trying to jumpstart your life? Angry Dad Podcast. You want help getting off the couch? Angry Dad Podcast. You need a verbal kick in the ass? Angry Dad Podcast. You want to hear from somebody who's been through it all? Angry Dad Podcast. I am here for you. You can find me on all podcast platforms. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Not saying anything. <laughs> but you just did, though. Everything is perfectly normal, Rose. You are the one saying things right now. I don't know what okay, you're talking uh, about. <laughs> Everything sounded the exact right speed. Go listen to the Angry Dad. We love Ben. <laughs> Dude, I, I love his show so much. <laughs> By the way, I would like to say, I, for, I forgot even to say it to him. When he was on here, he acknowledged me as the one and only third host of the show. And I would just like to say thank you, Ben, for recognizing my status on the All Brothers podcast. <laughs> well, Vic, if Angry Dad says it's your, if he says it, DJ's the third host, then I'm sorry. I guess it's official. 
I mean, listen, Vic strikes me as a Wolverine-esque character where, like, you know, most people would look at Ben and go, no, thank you. Where Vic would be like, I do like a challenge and just run right up his leg. Here we go. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think Vic in that situation would be more like Scrappy-Doo, just... <laughs> Why are you on a way, hey. way too much confidence in such a small frame? <laughs> Why does everyone have to make fun of Scrappy Doo? Because yeah. the movie, Rose, because the movie. He wasn't that bad in the first show he was in. Yeah, they but just we're not u- talking about the show. Utilized him too much. Okay. We're not talking about the show. We're talking about the movie where he was terrible and no one liked him. <laughs> Did you guys hear like the story behind that? Like, what Hanna Barbera said with Scrappy Doo with uh, the first Scooby Doo movie? What didn't he like hate Scrappy? <laughs> so yeah, so Hanna Barbera, so yeah, Hanna Barbera, the the two creators. I mean, they created him, but yeah, then they hated him. Um, but basically, Roger Gosnell, the director of Scooby Doo, wanted Scrappy Doo in it, but he didn't want to like make him a villain. He actually wanted him to be a part of Mystery Inc. But uh, <laughs> Hanna Barbera, they were just like, yeah, the only way we're letting you put, the only way that we are letting you put. Scrappy Doo in the movies if you make him a villain. That's amazing. <laughs> also a terrible idea. Um <laughs> which, you know, Fair hindsight's enough. 2020 or whatever, but come on. Like this like what we're about to talk about today, like I know I didn't get to talk about the first one with you guys, but I feel like I saw something uh, someone talking about Sonic about like when does it happen that all of the things happen the way they did for Sonic? It the trailer was released it was hated universally by young and old. Uh, the movie was pushed back so that the studio that, by all rights, should have told all the fans to go straight to hell. And then, like, we made this movie. It took a lot of time and money. So you're going to watch the movie we give you. But instead, they were like, we're going to go ahead and try and uh, walk this back a little bit. They did it. But then the movie was successful and successful enough to get a second one. Like, that's not, that is not normal. I've started to tell you that story for a reason, and I forgot it halfway through, but I was really just chugging along. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I was wondering, I'm like, how does this tie into Scrappy? (laughs) Uh, He was getting there, just, you know, he never got there. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, oh, that's what I was going to say. You can't, sometimes you have to listen to the people, you know? Uh, Sonic is a great example of that, and now Scrappy is the sad good example of that where don't don't do that don't do that thing you did (laughs) yeah i feel like we're gonna get some i i feel like i'm gonna hear something from vic when we (laughs) hears that we compared him to scrappy do (laughs) (laughs) you guys did i was very Uh, complimentary to vic and you all decided to tear him down um but i would just like to say that uh dj loves vic Cannot wait for the next uh, All Bros Takeover. <laughs> where, where we do Scooby-Doo, the movie. <laughs> Vic, all I'm oh. saying is I love Scrappy-Doo. I feel I'm one of the few that actually does. Yeah, but, I mean, could you imagine that fight, though? Like Between... I, I forget how tall Vic is. Like It's like 5'4", I think. Yeah, and uh really and, uh, he's only that tall? Yeah, he, so Vic is 5'4 and Ben is 6'5. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. that fight would just be Well, listen, I'm 5'3, <laughs> so I will just ha- I will let 
uh, Vic hop on my shoulders and we'll just run right at him. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> because combined, Teamwork. two uh, two all bros side hosts are one Ben Bullman. <laughs> 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 oh my god, I love it. <laughs> Dude, that's a fight that I would pay like ex- extreme amounts of money on pay-per-view to watch. <laughs> I mean, it's a fight that if I was a part of, I'd have to get paid extreme to do it cuz I'm not <laughs> winning. So <laughs> <laughs> Try as I might, uh and I will, by the way, I will bite, I will uh cheat, <laughs> I will uh Call in favors, all of it, and I'll still lose. Oh, he ain't holding anything back. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway, getting into 4K Spotlight. Uh, Sorry, fellas. Uh, so, <laughs> don't apologize, man. You're good. Um, so this week, um, there's only one that we want to talk about because the other one was Moonfall, and literally ne- none of us have seen it. Um, but if you guys have seen it and enjoyed it, it's coming to 4K and Blu-ray as well as a Best Buy exclusive steelbook. So if you guys want to get that, by all means. But the other title that's releasing is Singing in the Rain in on 4K. Uh, that will also be coming with a Best Buy exclusive steelbook. But what is very confusing, or what is confusing me, is that it's still not up for pre-order. It says it's a Best Buy exclusive. And when you go to click pre-order on like the um, Blu-ray.com website, it takes you to the Singing in the Rain box set that they're doing as well. Um, but it says, you know, currently unavailable. We don't know when or if this item will be back in stock. So I'm like very confused. And if I can't get the steelbook, I'm going to be very sad. Not going to lie. Dude, Best Buy needs to get their shit together. Yeah, do I don't know if you guys like pay attention to like the Blu-ray world, um, but I know a lot of people were mad last Tuesday or, or this like when Spider-Man No Way Home came out because literally unless you pre-ordered the Steelbook literally right when the movie came out because that's when it went out went the pre-order went live back in December you didn't get one. The pre-orders were sold out for months. It kept, kept saying coming soon. And then on release date, said sold out. God. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. It's, that is it's hilarious. Been so, it sold out since December. Holy but that's the thing. Crap. Like, Listen, on, on normally, I would say, yeah, that's messed up. But with something like that, like, I'm sorry, like, Especially if you are like you, Rose, and you are a steelbook collector, and then you understand what is about to happen with No Way Home. Like, you're. Right, right. Oh, we lost DJ. Now. So, as I was saying, very valid, poignant point that everyone thought was really good. Seamless transition into what we're talking about now, which is the next thing, Rose. uh i have no idea what i was saying it was pretty i felt pretty good about myself whatever i was saying like i was very much about to sit back in my chair and fold my arms like what a great point i'm making and then i saw your eyes i saw your eyes get as big as i've ever seen two eyeballs get in a human being that's not dying and i saw you go completely white like you just disappeared (laughs) Um, while you were figuring this out, I actually went back and listened to what you said and wrote it down. 
Hey. Uh, <laughs> um, you were saying that you or since it's been or No Way Home has been sold out since December, and you said you know that that's messed up. But un- or telling Rose that you understand or him understanding what's going to happen with No Way Home, and then you got cut off. <laughs> Man, I think that was, I think I had, like, that was the perfect, th- I think the internet knew. It was like, you made the most baller point, end of sentence, uh, we're just turning off your whole computer. By the way, can I just say, <laughs> I had to turn my computer all the way off, and do you know what it said to me? Hey, you ready for the update? And I was like, no! <laughs> uh, and thankfully, it was a quick one, because I really oh, thought shit. I was going to have to call you and be like, well, it's a good start. We'll finish it tomorrow. <laughs> or not. Maybe I'll just be like, guys, you finish it without me. I'll just write in what I thought. <laughs> no, we've gone to too much to not break this movie down. <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah. So everyone go see Singing in the Rain. Go see No, no Way Home. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, for you, DJ, it is now yes, on Voodoo. Which one? Oh, No Way Home, huh? Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> I went and did a, a movie dump the other day, and so there's a a, a few. That sounds like something you do when you put eat it. Yeah, too much popcorn. You're like, <laughs> oh, God, I got a refill, and I shouldn't have. It's movie dump time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I heard it as soon as it was coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, hope shit. your friends wouldn't point it out, but only your true friends would. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> By the way, so, before yeah. we get into that, though, I do want to say, uh, Rose, I am enjoying the Gacy Gazette. I think everyone should go and listen to it if they're not. <laughs> Dude, those are, that the, the Gacy Gazette is... Both episodes are in our top five, and I'm pretty sure episode two is our number one downloaded. So there you go. I'm I'm recommending nothing then, so don't <laughs> listen to me. You're already doing it. <laughs> I'm reworking some stuff, so hopefully episode three is a lot more enjoyable than the last two have been. Listen, don't the only I don't want to say anything, but this is one thing I will say. Don't apologize. Don't apologize to the people when you're like, hey, I'm sorry if it sounds like uh, anything. No. If they're coming here for the Gacy Gazette, they're not like, no one's surprised. (laughs) No one's like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's talking about such foul acts. Uh (laughs) Well, fair enough. You mean this episode about John Wayne Gacy was about John Wayne Gacy? (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I get the idea of like giving someone like a heads up, like, "Hey, remember how this is movies normally? Well, this is gonna be a little different. <laughs> Prepare for some real stuff to happen." But uh, just don't don't apologize. You're great. <laughs> well, thank you. Show um, over. Sonic Two was great. We loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Gacy, did you see uh, that um, thing that I posted on Instagram? And then yeah. With, uh, and then did you see what hit, uh, Caleb's wife Brielle commented? No, because <laughs> I think I saw it like right as you posted it. Oh, you she's just like, "Do I even want to know how much you spent on that?" And I said, "No, not really." Oh my god, I didn't even think of that. You know what's funny? I didn't even think of that. Can you give us like a rough estimate of what your entire collection? 
uh, the cost is, or is that too personal a question? If it is, uh, that's perfectly no, it's fine. Not personal <laughs> at all. Um, well, considering you know, most literally everything has come from Etsy when it comes to my John Wayne Gacy collection, um, or as uh, my buddy calls it, my John Wayne Gacy shrine. Um, but are you talking when you say your buddy, you mean us, us all? Uh, <laughs> another buddy <laughs> we the people that know and love you rose <laughs> like rose's shrine oh, to man. a fun guy he uh, is into <laughs> uh you know honestly it's probably uh uh don't hate me but it's probably over 700 dollars. that's not bad honestly i thought you were gonna i listen I know how much like people want to overcharge for memorabilia stuff. So I truly was expecting you to say somewhere in the like 2,500 to three grand range. So I think you're doing pretty good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like I was telling Caleb that, that autograph, like honestly it was something that I've been saving up for a quite a while. Cause it was something that like I would hope I would maybe fine for a decent deal and when i saw that i'm like yeah i'm sorry i have to i'm sure i've mentioned this to you before even on this show but that was like my thing when i found out when i was a kid that if you wrote to charles manson he would like wrote everybody back i was like i'm sorry why do we not all write this guy and have like something that he wrote this crazy person and you can just have it you can, he'll just send it to you what uh and i never did and that was it's funny because when he died i was like it's <laughs> It was one of those things that I was like, I had legitimate legre- regret about because I was like, <laughs> I should have sent him a letter and tried to get one back. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> I just can't believe that Gacy signed some of his mug shots. That's like one thing that I wouldn't expect him to sign. It's like that's just showing that even though you say you're, you weren't guilty, you were absolutely guilty. If you're, I mean, he might not have been shot. guilty, but he was famous. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, get Gacy Gazette, everybody. You might have heard of it. It's on this feed. <laughs> yeah. You can find out how much more weirder I am. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Not uh, much. Rose is a pretty, okay, good. pretty upfront okay, guy. Good. <laughs> good. Good, good, good. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, well, you know, what do you say we guys jump into? Oh, my good Lord. I cannot freaking talk today what do you say we got oh my freaking god what do you say we got you, we jump into the headliner of this this evening good lord jonathan <laughs> hey what hey oh. rose just take a yeah. take a breath uh hey guys what do you say we get into this here movie <laughs> thank you dj <laughs> let's do it <laughs> So, for this week's All Bros headliner, sorry, All Bros and uh, Untrained Crash and Taz. Nope. Crash and Taz. I almost said it. (laughs) I almost said it. I corrected myself. Vic, you were Uh, always with us. (laughs) For this week's headliner, uh, the three of us will be breaking down Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So, Caleb, would you like to tell everybody how we break down 
movies on this podcast if they don't know already? Uh, yes, I would. Um, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final almrose and untrained eye letter grade. The eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal grade at the very end. All those numbers get magically added up, thrown into our algorithm, and spit out a letter grade for us to to score. To... It gives this I movie. Was a, bad it gives this it. Episode. it shut up. <laughs> it gives this movie a letter grade, which we use to compare to all the other movies that we've discussed. It's beautiful. <laughs> i'm sorry i it's because i talk so much uh i just make everybody else forget how to talk and whenever i'm around i just suck up all the words <laughs> oh it doesn't help that i had a really long work day <laughs> well or that there were technical oh, yeah, difficulties on your guests end. <laughs> dude yeah. i'm so not used to recording on a weekend that like i honestly forgot that you worked today yeah, I know, right? So... <laughs> uh, but well, that's why we appreciate the All Brothers. <laughs> they do anything, even even uh, uh, coalesce to a, a guest who is like, "I'll be there," and then is like, "I can't," so we'll do it the next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and let uh, us try something brand new, which was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. So I, I am very excited. If you do listen to it and like follow along, because like you have, we have it so you have to like watch the movie while you listen to it. Otherwise, it, our the stuff we talk about just makes zero sense. I would say also though, you could probably if you're like a normal podcast listener, which again this is talking after the fact because it's already happened. But I'm pretty sure because I just watched the first Sonic for the first time uh, the day before I watched Sonic 2 and I'm pretty sure it's still fresh enough in my mind that I could listen to you guys talk about it and remember uh, what was happening so all right, that's that's my endorsement of a show I haven't heard yet <laughs> well there's a lot of um, there's a lot of oh that was a funny line and then we like not talking about what that line was at all like <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, we did do that. <laughs> yeah, there's there was a lot of that. Like, oh, that was a funny bit, and then we talk about that bit for a minute, like not really referencing anything about the bit. <laughs> <laughs> so unless you have like a photographic memory and <laughs> know exactly when <laughs> the stuff is, like, it might be a little difficult. But we're open to feedback about it. <laughs> Remind me about something after the show about this. I want to talk to you about something. Anyway, super cryptic. Sonic 2, everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so if you have not seen Sonic 2, Rose is about to spoil the entire movie for you. So please do yourself a favor and go check out this movie before listening to this breakdown. Because this is how you do a sequel, right? Oh, my gosh. I said that on the way home. I was like, how rare is it for a sequel? Oh, whatever. Spoilers. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Several months after defeating Dr. Robotnik and being adopted by Tom and Maddie Wachowski as their son, Sonic the Hedgehog attempts to help the public as a vigilante to little success. Tom advises Sonic to remain patient for the day his powers will be needed before he and Maddie depart for her sister Rachel's wedding in Hawaii. Sonic plans to have fun while home alone, but is attacked by Robotnik, who has returned with the help of Knuckles the Echidna. Knuckles desires to honor the legacy of his extinct tribe and demands the location of the legendary Master Emerald, an ancient relic that allows its possessor to bend reality to their will. Sonic is rescued by Miles Tails Prower, a two-tailed fox who idolizes him and came to warn him about Knuckles. Sonic convinces Tails to help him find the Master Emerald while Robotnik reunites with his assistant Stone and, scheming to steal the Emerald for himself, offers to help Knuckles. Sonic and Tails follow clues on a map from Sonic's deceased guardian Longclaw to Siberia where they find a compass with an old temple. Robotnik and Knuckles track them and pursue and pursue Sonic and Tails down a mountain. During an ensuing avalanche, Robotnik and Knuckles steal the compass. Tom rescues Sonic and Tails by using a ring, ring to teleport them to the wedding. Rachel's fiancé Randall and his wedding guests reveal themselves as undercover agents of the Guardian, Guardian Units of Nations, aka Gun, and capture Sonic, Tails, and Tom, irate with the truth about Randall. Wait, I'm sorry, I butchered that. Okay, so they ca so they capture Sonic, Tails, and Tom. Irate with the truth about Randall, Rachel works with Maddie to rescue them while Robotnik and Knuckles find an under underwater temple containing the Master Emerald. Sonic goes to the temple and fights Knuckles, but Robotnik steals the Emerald and leaves Knuckles to die with Sonic as the temple collapses. Sonic and Knuckles escape and agree to work together as Tails rescues them in a biplane. Robotnik absorbs the Master Emerald and becomes omnip wow omnipotent that's the word uh, in green hills robotnik destroys guns forces and creates a giant robot resembling himself sonic tails and knuckles work together to fight the robot and reclaim the master emerald but it shatters releasing the seven chaos emeralds tom and maddie rescue sonic who uses the chaos emeralds to transform into supersonic he destroys the robot before dispersing the emeralds and reverting back to normal knuckles restores the master emerald from the remaining shards and agrees to safeguard it with sonic and tails the three resume an idyllic wow an idyllic life with the wachowskis Stone infiltrates Gun as it begins searching the robot, searching for Robotnik's body in the mech's rubble. An agent reports to Gun, to Gun, Commander Walters, that a 50-year-old file containing coordinates to a research facility, which houses Project Shadow, has been uncovered. <laughs> God, I butchered that. No, I thought it was good. Uh, here's one question I have right up top for both of you is uh so what do you think the whole jim carrey sitch is going to be in sonic 3 as far as robotnik goes because as far as we know he just uh quote unquote retired right yeah the way that i've seen it um i i know that they said if he like is officially done then they won't include uh eggman in the third one because no one else can play eggman in their movies to uh, these directors um but i don't know i feel if they have a good enough script 
then Jim Carrey would want to come back to play Eggman in the third one because he has actually like said that he wants to wear the fat suit. But you yes, know, they, they wouldn't let him for Sonic Two. It's like let the <clears throat> man do it. He wants to be like the OG original Eggman. Let him do it. And by the way, if you noticed when uh, Stone, um, when he converted the Mean Bean into the you know Robotnik headquarter or what headquarters, um, when Wade was like near the end, when Wade was like looking in on him, uh, and he was like scrolling through like the different suits, uh, one of the suits was like Fat Suit Robotnik. Uh, so it was like, it was, I feel like they put it there to be like, eh, but no, <laughs> that's a main, that's a mean tease. What? There was also one of him in like a ballerina outfit, which I thought was hilarious. Um, my thoughts, if they don't include Robotnik, I am totally fine with shadow being the villain. The only yeah, problem I, I guess have so. with that is, I don't. It's hard to, do, it's, it, especially with just introducing Shadow now. Like you have no knowledge of Shadow, it's very hard to do Shadow without acknowledging or bringing in Eggman. Because well, Shadow, my, well you got to think Eggman, <clears throat> Robotnik had nothing to do with the Shadow Project as far as we're oh, aware. I know. Yeah, that's true, but just, I don't know, in the comics, not comics, oh my god. I was going to say, um... Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's Sonic comics, but most there are video games. <laughs> um, just from what I've seen in the video games, uh, Shadow is always associated with Dr. Eggman when it comes to bringing him in. I mean, listen, my nephew, I think he had like the probably the solution that will happen because after we got out of the movie, I, I asked him and he was like, uh, he was like, they'll probably just have that, uh, his, his like sidekick, like take over the mantle of Robotnik and uh, maybe not be Robotnik, but just take over that, that space because since he was such a fanboy of him the whole time and kind of knows that tech anyway, uh, so that might be the, the like fill in <laughs> if Jim Carrey doesn't come back. That yeah, I I can That's definitely see that happening. I, I don't hate I that guy, him. but I mean, spoiler alert for the acting section of this. Like Jim Carrey was like again, he did so great. Like I I couldn't imagine someone else even coming listen they got the only jim carrey to another actor that's worked okay we saw when they tried to do it with jamie kennedy in the mask uh we saw when they tried to go back in time with uh what was it uh dumb and dumber the two dumb and dumber guys yeah um but the only one exactly who you're talking about (laughs) the only one that's worked is jim carrey to neil patrick harris uh with count olaf like that's the only person that has been able to take up a Jim Carrey role and make it as good or better. So I don't foresee <laughs> anyone doing that for like the weirdly like uh loud side part of Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> yeah, I I really hope that he comes back to to play Robotnik. But if they wanted to move on from Robotnik, I I'll be a little bit bummed out, but I have faith that they can they can make it happen. Like this these two movies have made me believe that this crew knows what they're doing. Yeah, even though again, like they clearly didn't know 
what they were doing at first. I mean, clearly the stories were always there, but again, with, with how Sonic, how he was supposed to look at first, like, again, I saw recently like side by sides of what he was supposed to be and what he ended up being. And it's wild that it got all the way as far as it did. And everybody was like, yep, we did a great job. (laughs) Dude, I would love to have been a fly on the wall. When they were designing that, they're just like, oh, we're going with a realistic Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm. <laughs> How about no? I mean, he's got five fingers, bro. What are we talking about here? The realistic version. <laughs> it stands up and speaks. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I remember saying this in our breakdown of the first one. There were definitely times where I felt you could tell when they had when they replaced it with the new model because the old model like if they were going with that realistic route he wasn't as lively as he usually is with like some other scenes like there were times where he felt very like bland and like slow and and all that and so now like with this movie the entire time he is like that lively cartoony running around moving motion and it felt so much better yeah i don't know like as far as like i i think because like i said i just watched the first one as well uh i like the story in this one a lot better only because not that i necessarily think it was a better story but i think that the first one was like it seemed like they had to chop out like whole entire sections to be like, listen, we just, there's nothing we can do here to like redo this animation because it would go from like being day to night and they would like barely know each other to like being best buds. And it was like, all right, listen, like this is a good movie. So I'm going to put up with this, but this is kind of nonsense. Like what you're doing right now, like you're making such big leaps between I found an alien hedgehog under my table to, Hey, we're best buds. Let's get into a bar fight. Uh, (laughs) Like that doesn't happen in like the five hours you were supposed to be on the road guy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, but, but then you go to this movie and like, there was stuff that I thought was kind of like, uh, where they may have gone like a little too far off the road, the beaten path of what Sonic was, or this movie was supposed to be, i.e. the whole, uh, the wedding in Hawaii where everyone was like a, a secret double agent the whole time. I oh was like, hell. I was like, really? I was like, this movie has been this good up to now. And this was your, this was the big turn, huh? Okay. Uh, <laughs> dude, I, <laughs> that is honestly the biggest thing that I am that docked my score for. Story. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Like you could cut that whole scene out and well, have still have a solid movie. <laughs> I, listen, here's what tears me about that is I completely agree with that. I couldn't agree more with something anyone ever said. But on the other hand, I almost feel like it, stuff like that was supposed to be makeup for stuff that had to get cut out of the first movie because it seemed to, again, like follow along a lot with the, his wife and her sister because they clearly like had almost zero part in that first movie except to just be like uh, quick foils. And they're like, all right, got to go have Sonic adventures now. See ya. Um, so they got to have like a portion of the movie that was theirs. And it was not it was nonsensical but it wasn't bad like it was funny 
Um, and it made enough sense because they're like, well, the things are trapped. They got to untrap them. How are we going to get them out of here and it not be another like, hey, I'm going to punch her fiance in the face and steal her wedding ring uh, situation. Like, hey, we're all double agents. Like, eh, this is a video game movie. Like, that is something that would happen in a video game where suddenly everyone would be like, ha ha, we were all FBI agents. <laughs> Operation Catfish was in full effect the whole time. <laughs> Dude, that was... That pulled me out of the movie so bad. I'm like, so your whole mission, your whole catfish mission was banking on Sonic ruining this wedding. That's what's crazy about it. Like, it's so <laughs> crazy. It's like, I, I'm willing to go along with it because, again, of the kind of movie it is in the same way that, like, you go along with stuff that happens in Marvel movies because you're like, well, of course he found out he could fly right now. It's convenient, but also we knew he was going to fly eventually. Uh, and it's the same thing with that where it's like it, it is like a lot of video game logic because really if we were going to pick it apart for a silly logic like okay like yes they had the air bubble that you could suck in the game but would that really work in real life <laughs> to give you enough energy to lift up a pillar off of your buddy knuckles no <laughs> but was it amazing to see and i didn't expect it uh, at all and he sucked that air bubble and i almost stood up out of my chair and cheered yeah <laughs> I love it. Yeah. also I mean, you have the weird thing the weird okay listen i'm sorry the weirdest part of the wedding scene by far was his ringtone like dad's ringtone whatever the guy's name was his ringtone was the the video game theme music and you're like what yeah. world is this like <laughs> like where did he get that from what is that from do they have sonic in this world or does someone just make some dope 8-bit music and that's what he's super into guy from middle of alabama or wherever he's from is from is super into 8-bit music no, like what? <laughs> <laughs> well, you kind of got to think like they did the same thing with Spider-Man in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Right. Oh, yeah, that's true at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, he had, there's... he had a Spider-Man ringtone. Like, come on. Like, well, I mean, listen. that's just one of those things like you get, you have to let go. <laughs> <laughs> no, believe me, I get it. Like, what was it in Iron Man? Uh, I think it was the first Iron Man. Yeah, it was when um, the first Rhodey was there. Like his his cell phone ring was like the original Iron Man TV theme song, whatever from like the what nineteen whatever it was. So like, I get it, but also like that was so on the nose of like it was just a one for one. It wasn't like an interpretation. It wasn't like someone's like, oh, I had this idea for a song, but I'll just make it a ringtone instead. Like it was just the video game music. <laughs> yeah. See, that, that on, that didn't affect my, my, my no, no, story that didn't, score at all. I part, loved every freaking <laughs> second of that. <laughs> Listen, that didn't affect it. I'm just saying, as far as that scene went, that to me was the craziest thing that happened. All of them being like, we were all FBI the whole time. Not crazy. That guy just being like, I just really like this 8-bit. It's just amazing. It's amazing music. You would think that I love country. What is it? Florida, Georgia line. No. I love 8-bit music. All I do is listen to video game soundtracks. <laughs> And also, I'm the sheriff. 
I feel the one thing that would probably make me eye roll is if his uh, ringtone was the uh, song from the uh, en- the en- the ending song from the first one, the "Speed Me Up." Ha! <laughs> I'd be like, oh god. Listen, it should have been "Gotta Go Fast" from the uh, the cartoon. <laughs> or ooh, what about Supersonic Racing, dude? There's so many. Uh, I love this movie. Can I just tell you a spoiler? I love this movie. Like this movie, and especially double featuring it with the first one. Like this, the story. Okay, we've got past the wedding. Everything else in this movie was so good. Like him, like having his the movie starting almost like. Uh, if you got you guys have seen Back to the Future, right? Mm-hmm. No. So you did what? you say no? Yeah, I've never seen Back to the Future. Dude, All right, what? cool. Uh, I mean, you <laughs> I start this show by saying a couple of aspiring filmmakers. What are you aspiring to? Uh, <laughs> in my, hey, in my defense, Caleb hasn't seen Singing in the Rain. I feel I can get like somewhat of a pass here. You cannot. That, you no, absolutely that, cannot. Back to the Future, that movie, dude? Listen to me, sir. That movie is from 1952. <laughs> okay? What are you even uh, saying? Christopher Lloyd, Michael J. Fox, they, what? Listen, it's fine. <laughs> I'm not upset about it. All, uh, all I'm saying <laughs> is Singing in the Rain is the epitome of musical in the in the movie um, industry. So the fact that Caleb hasn't seen that, I can't believe So it. I don't disagree with you. Are you an aspiring filmmaker to make musicals? I would love to make a musical, honestly. You're Damn. a liar. Anyway, uh, <laughs> mute his microphone. This is the DJ and Caleb show now. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Dude, I feel like every once in a while we get these things that we haven't seen that make us lose so much credibility. <laughs> I am a bit flabbergasted. Like to not see the second and third one, that would still be a tragedy. But I could understand if you were like, I saw the first one. I get it. They freaking drive a car in space or whatever. But to not even see the first one, to not what? The, okay, it's the sad it's thing fine. is I see the sad thing is I own it. I own the 4K uh, Steelbook set. Still Dude, haven't opened what it. What the hell? please like i'm asking you you don't have to watch them all just watch the first one just please make that the next thing you do you don't have to watch moon knight you don't have to watch mandalorian (sighs) you don't have to watch anything else just watch the one I've I'm honestly get, kind of given up on the Mandalorian, so I wasn't. Gonna it's you know what? Given up? You didn't even give it a shot. <laughs> I I watched the first season because so. I sat there and watched it with you. <laughs> hold on, hold whoa, 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 stop! You watched the entire first season, and your reaction to that was, "I just gave up." That was. I mean, I don't know. It's just like it's good, but I don't, see, I'm the kind of. <laughs> I'm one of the rare people that like loves the sequel trilogy. I hate the last Jedi, but I love the force awakens and the rise of Skywalker. And so I don't know, like them, like kind of going with like, kind of like old star Wars kind of with the uh, Mandalorian. And I guess, I mean, I, I don't know if the book of Boba Fett is kind of the same thing. Just, I don't know. I, I not that interested in them. I don't know what it is. Dude. 
You know what? Don't watch hey, Back to the Future. We're all different, Caleb. No, no, no. We are, yes. But listen, don't watch Back to the Future. Now I don't want you to watch it. You don't deserve it. Ouch. Wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. Send Caleb your steel book. You don't deserve it. <laughs> um, Hell, he'd probably God, throw I it away and just keep the digital code. I'm uh, kidding. I know you wouldn't do that. What were we even saying? I hope you wouldn't. We were talking about Sonic the Hedgehog, and then Rose hit us with the freaking not watching Back to the Future bomb. Like, that was a bomb enough, but then to, like... (sighs) Guys, I need... You know what? I'm just as as disappointed. I liked Sonic. Click. The show is over. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even remember the point I was making. I didn't want to talk about the movie either with you guys. I see. <laughs> uh, we were talking about the story. God dang it, Rose! Why would you say something like that? You just say yes you in those moments. If I had to, you asked. You I lie. Lie. Just lie, man. Just but lie. What if you asked me a serious question about the movie? I wasn't. Then you say it's been a long it. time. You're at the age God where you could it. say, "I watched it when I was a kid," and people would go, "Yeah." They'd be like, "Oh, you should watch it again. It was great." And you can go, "Oh man, DeLoreans, man, isn't that crazy?" And then that's it. Son of a We're bitch. Just... <laughs> Damn it. just lie. Just lie. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know where we go from here, fellas. Sonic Two, man. I'm bummed out. No, uh, the story of Sonic 2. Oh, so the reason I brought up Back to the Future is because the first one starts with a Rube Goldberg machine, which is what happened in Sonic 2, which is the, you know, everything happening, the mushrooms going around. So it makes this terrible, like, uh, mushroom coffee tea thing or whatever it was. Um, and I don't know. I, I loved it. I loved that I immediately thought of, uh, Rose's favorite movie, Back to the Future. And uh, that it was Jim Carrey, and yeah, it was a good movie. <sighs> I quit. All right. If well, anyone actually does <laughs> want to know my favorite movie, it's Ghostbusters. <laughs> just saying. I'm sure everyone knew that, but I just want to put that out there. Oh, yeah? yeah? Tell me something about Ghostbusters. What did they use to bust ghosts? Liar. <laughs> I mean a proton pack, but if we really want to get specific, a neutrona wand. Okay, all right. You might have seen this movie. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, the story yeah. was good. Everything made sense. Like the thing that I liked, I will inevitably get this a higher story grade than I would have given to the first movie is that like this one seemed to flow a lot smoother. Uh, even the wedding scene, notwithstanding, like it was still like a, a much more, the first one felt super janky. Like it, stuff would just kind of be like, just you would jerk into a scene. Like it would just, <laughs> there would be no easing into it. Um, where this one definitely kind of like, uh, Everything kind of paid off by the end that they <laughs> that they brought up. Yeah, I the it, seriously the only thing that ruined this for me was the wedding scene. Like when yeah. the wedding scene was happening, I'm like, dude, just get this over with. Like, I do not care about this this sister and her fake husband. Like, <laughs> like I don't See, need I this in my life. 
see, I actually like the sister. I love her as a character, but yeah, I didn't give a shit about her boyfriend or husband, whatever. Yeah, like get back to the people we came to see, Sonic and Tails. <laughs> yeah, that by the way, that's what I was thinking the whole time as I was like, man, it sure has been a long time since I have seen an animated character in this animated <laughs> character movie. <laughs> give me some CGI, goddammit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't come here to see the freaking trials and tribulations of Tom and uh, uh, Rebecca or whatever the lady's name was. Like, freaking, let's go already. <laughs> you were close. It's Rachel. Was it Rachel? Ra- yeah. Oh, yeah. Rachel and Ronald or whatever his name was. Randall. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> A cop name. You're so close. You're so close. Rachel and the cop. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there we go. Uh, but yeah, other than that, everything was, was awesome. Like if you just cut that part out and do just a quick rescue scene with Tom, like if you were just to replace the whole wedding scene with a quick rescue scene from Tom, like I would have been perfectly happy with everything else in the movie. Like they're just on the beach drinking the Mai Tais and, uh, he, that's when he gets the FaceTime call and he's like, I need you, bud. And he's like, okie dokie, and throws it out into the ocean, and then they just, there you go. (laughs) Yeah. Something like that. And just, what also threw me is how the hell did he screw up the rings? I mean, we all knew, right? Like, as soon as he took the one ring, we're like, well, for sure, he's not going to put the right ring back. (laughs) There's no way he will. I feel I'm so (laughs) bad at that kind of shit because I I didn't see that. Well, because the kid came up out of that stuff. The kid came up out of nowhere. She was just like, hello, I'm here holding this pillow with rings on it. You know, the the tens of thousands of dollars worth of rings. I just have them on this pillow. I'm just walking around with them. Uh, <laughs> like, I was in the okay. first movie, so they got to put me in this. Mo- they got to work me into the sequel somehow. Listen to me. If they didn't put her in that movie, I would have walked out. You do not take the person that gave Sonic his shoes and just toss them to the side. You put that move. You Fair put enough. that person in the movie. You might even make her a bigger part than she was. Dude, that's <laughs> what the rescue sh- scene should have been. It should have been Tom and her. Going on the rescue mission for Sonic and Tails. Dude, when she gave him those shoes in that first movie, I was like, huh, I didn't, I was, didn't see it coming. I was like, oh, I love this kid. Oh, this is great. This is a great scene. I don't know why these shoes wouldn't also wear out into nothing, but whatever. It's fine. They're (laughs) (laughs) like, I think they eventually do. It's just, he had those other pairs of shoes for so long. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I think that was the problem. I don't think it was he was just r- running through shoes like like crazy, but I mean, what do I know? <laughs> I was going to say, if that's the thing we're going to dissect about these movies, then this is going to be a long podcast. <laughs> Accor- yeah. Caleb, according to uh, my buddy JC, um, when he listened to um, our... Uh, Remember when we uh, came up with our own idea for a sequel to Sonic the Hedgehog? Or oh, Sonic shit. and Tails? Because <laughs> he, like, he actually knows quite a bit about the Sonic lore. He was just eye-rolling. He's like, oh my god, you guys don't know anything about Sonic, do you? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only episode he's ever listened to. Oh, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, nope. Not anymore. I'm like, oh, Okay. 
Oh, that was a horrible one to yeah, start seriously. off with. Seriously. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, but freaking getting into Knuckles, his oh. intro was the shit. It was awesome, and I was like, wait, is he going to be huge? Because when they showed him oh, for a yeah, second coming massive. through that ring, I was like, is he going to be people-sized? Like, what is happening <laughs> right now? Uh, I, was, I was hoping that he wasn't going to be Sonic Boom-sized. <laughs> I hate how he looks in Sonic Boom. Here was one thing, though, that I thought was weird about the Knuckles arc, is what happened in those 10 years between when Sonic was sent to Earth and when Knuckles became the last uh, of his kind. Because they didn't seem to be, like, fighting for their lives. They, they just seemed to be, like, at war. You know what I mean? Like, which I know is a stupid thing to say. Like, as I hear myself say it, I'm like, they're not fighting for their lives, they're at war. You know. Uh, <laughs> when you're not fighting for your life. Um, but... What I mean is, like, it seemed more like like a tribal, uh, just a tri. I don't know. I don't know how to, it didn't seem like a life or death thing because of how they came up on Long Nail or whatever that bird's name was, um, in the first one and killed her. And then all of a sudden we go from that to I'm the last of my kind. Like, bro, what happened? Like, what kind of crazy owl, uh, what are they called? I can't think of their, what they're, species now and are the echidnas echidna why couldn't i say it yeah was there like mass echidna slaughters uh just all throughout ringland because what i don't know i think there was wasn't there that's kind of what he made it out to seem like that they went after long claw and then after yeah and then after she was killed I think it just became like a big old battle between the echidnas and owls and the owls just freaking like decimated. Yeah. <laughs> and so Knuckles ended up being f- the last one. Yeah. Because he was, yeah, he he was one to fight. But, yeah. Yeah. But, but his, his dad held him back. Mm-hmm. Well, because he looked to be like Sonic's age. Well, you know what I mean? Like little kid, uh, whatever. Like a couple years older though. Yeah. Just like a little yeah. bit older. Yeah. Or you know what it might be? It might have been that thing where like he they were the same age, but like since he grew up in the freak because he said he grew up since the day he was born, he had been trained in all uh all forms of fighting or whatever. So maybe he was just made of you know hard. Well, clearly he was made of harder stuff than Sonic. Uh, so Sonic's just like, hey everybody, I'm a baby, and he's like, I will murder all of you, and I'm five. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but I I loved Knuckles' story throughout this. Like, just having, like, this, like, naive trust in Robotnik. Because, I mean, he didn't know any better. Dude, that was so sad by the end when he was like, we are friends. And he was like, I was like, oh, when as soon as he said we were friends, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) 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 So sorry, sir. You were not even close to that. (laughs) Yeah. I I also like really loved how like the little, I don't know if they did this on purpose, probably, but just how it was the, like 
with Robotnik, it was the handshake that meant like an unbreakable promise or an unbreakable bond or something like the like that. Mm-hmm. And how Sonic and Tails like they got away from that and did like the power bump. Yes, like that. I I was just like yes, like that's just yeah. if because if they would have done like a handshake there, I'd been like eh. I don't know if like Knuckles would would before that <laughs> and also knuckles handshakes super weird that guy was just wearing boxing gloves <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well sonic and tails wear gloves that are unexplained <laughs> no 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 it's not that he was wearing unexplained gloves it's that he was wearing boxing gloves like <laughs> there were no the fact that he doesn't have like fingers they're like actual like yeah <laughs> True. Gloves with horns, <laughs> but not horns. Uh, spikes on th- at the ends. Well, and that's what's weird is like that was the. I know this will be technically effects. Their gloves, I felt like, were so ultra detailed, like more so than their bodies. Uh, and his gloves, it didn't look like those. You know, those little horns on the end. They looked like they were just like they had stuffing in them. Yeah. <laughs> they, they looked super soft. <laughs> Uh, um overall though i had an absolute blast with this movie despite my movie theater being stupid as shit ha dude wait what happened to you wait did we talk about this no, that was that was no. Rose that had an issue last time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. when I went to go see this, I was the only person in the theater, and I I walked in. I was just like, yes. And so I like picked the bet like my best seat, was sitting down. Like the the trailer started rolling, and but all all the 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 lights were on, and so I was just like, okay, like uh... whatever, um, like not a big deal. And then when the movie started. Like, the trailer started, I'm like, okay, it usually dims by now, but, like, ah, whatever, like, not a big deal. And then the movie started, and the lights still didn't turn off, and I'm just like, shit. (laughs) And I, like, freaking was running around the theater trying to find a light switch. (laughs) That's hilarious. Did you find it, or did you have to ask somebody? No, I I ran around, I couldn't find anyone, like, and the movie was, like, starting, so I missed, like, a good portion of the opening, like luckily, I made it back just in time for um. Yeah, I made it back just in time for Knuckles. <laughs> Hilarious. And so wow, yeah, I was wait, like running you missed- around. Yeah. About then, where it was like the he had the 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 mushroom Rube Goldberg machine just uh, that went off for like a minute straight, and uh, yeah, what yeah, was I it? caught I caught the opening of that, and then like was hauling ass trying to find someone but couldn't find anyone. And I was like, shit, I'm going to have to watch this with the lights on. So I watched the entire thing with the lights on. Ugh. That sounds so <laughs> unsettling in a movie theater. Yeah, it's it was the worst. It, especially, like, with the, the dark scenes. Like Ooh, the yeah. Like, ah. I, I told you, I'm watching this movie again with the VR big screen. 
<laughs> turning all the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you turn on the lights in VR? That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I guess if you're getting the whole the whole experience, you can. But <laughs> yeah, so the, like when you choose your seat, they have like a little switch that you can adjust next to you. Like it, it's awesome. But, but you, you still get like that ambient lighting from the screen, so it will like light up the theater, but like how a movie theater looks. That's so awesome. (laughs) So good. Well, you probably missed him. The thing you probably missed was him using the quill uh, and like a mushroom to make some kind of crazy satellite thing where he like connected it and that like sent out the beam that (laughs) that told the people to uh, to come and not rescue him. They were just like, the heck are you doing here on this mushroom land? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's. That's the part that I I missed, cause like I I come back and like it looks like Robotnik's dead, and I was like, ah, damn it! (laughs) 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 But can you imagine if they killed Jim Carrey off in the first five minutes? Oh my gosh, that talk about ballsy! Yeah, that was straight. That'd be straight up ballsy. But yeah, I I loved this movie and how well it flowed, how they just got the story down perfect up until the, the wedding scene. But then like once that was over, it was back to being like flawless. Yeah. That was so weird. It was like, we were beamed into another movie for like 15 minutes and then they were like, all right, we're ready for the rest of the movie to go now. Come on back. Uh, and then they were back into the movie again. Like, I would love to know if there is any kind of like, uh, yeah, this was happening during production and we had to do this because boppity bop. And I don't know. Like, it's just it's super weird. It almost felt like they they needed to give the actors more screen time. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, oh, if they, yeah, we have these people to include. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, maybe some of the scenes that got cut out of the first one because they couldn't make it in for whatever reason involved them. And they were like, uh, we're getting our time. And especially now that this is all done well, like, you're going to, people are going to see our faces. Although I will say, listen, I know it again had nothing to do with the movie at all. But when Rachel, is that her name? Mm-hmm. She, uh, <laughs> whenever she was running up on the or rolling up on him with the golf cart and then did the freaking e-brake slide and just like stepped out of it and was like <laughs> i'm coming to get you like that was amazing <laughs> it was that unnecessary was and i loved it <laughs> yeah i mean that scene would have been great in a different movie <laughs> that had been set up a little more <laughs> Um. Which I guess it kind of was set up that something silly was going to happen, really, if you think about it. Because the second they were like, we're going to Hawaii. I was like, okay. Uh, (laughs) That's a very convenient time to go during this movie that you're about to be in. But okay. Uh, I guess go to Hawaii and don't be in a Sonic movie. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they weren't needed. Like, I no. thought, like, okay, this is, like, the perfect instance to get them, like, out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic, is everything okay? It's all great. I love it. Everything's fine. <laughs> We're all fine here. Uh... 
Yeah, I'm like, I, like that's what I thought. I'm just like, hey, we got the nice heart to heart talk between Tom and Sonic. Uh, now they can just get out of the way for the rest of the movie. <laughs> what a nice riff on with great power becomes great, or uh, with great power comes great responsibility. Like that, that talk will clearly not be as iconic, but uh, that was that was also pretty good. And the fact that it wasn't like, oh, my great, 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 great grandpappy. They're like, nah, this is just something my dad told me and I'm telling you. <laughs> and then pay it off at the end with, I got to tell you, a moment that shouldn't have been a sweet moment that almost brought a tear to my eye. But when he was like, sure thing, dad, I was like, this is so weird. But also <laughs> he's calling him dad. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, where are you guys at with with the story? Because I'm fairly high, but I am like just outside the ninety range, and it's it's solely because of the wedding scene. I mean, listen, I can just tell you, I'm gonna make mine is going to be a ninety for story, and everything like the wedding scene probably could have brought it down further. But uh, can I just tell you, the redemption story happened when those Chaos Emeralds went into your boy uh, and he turned supersonic. And I was like, this is everything that I ever could want from a Sonic movie. <laughs> I got it all just now. Like, this is, I can't believe it's happening. Because honestly, I didn't think it was going to happen. I remember thinking at the beginning, I'm like, that would be so cool if they did supersonic. They for sure won't. But that would be awesome if they did. And then they did. And I was like, this is it. I mean, I want there to be a third movie for everyone that loves Shadow. But if they never make another one of these, I got to see Supersonic. And uh, my childhood dreams have been achieved. <laughs> so I'm giving it a 90. <laughs> That's fair. I th I'm not quite there. I think I'm sitting at like an 88. So just shy of a 90. Where are you, Arrows? I'd say I'm the exact same as you, 88. I think, too, like, part of the reason that I, I liked all of, like, seeing Supersonic was the same reason I liked seeing Tails flying the biplane. I liked seeing him get to uh, suck that air bubble underwater. Every time he would, like, get in trouble and drop his little pouch of rings and they would go everywhere, I was like, ah, this is this is the good stuff. Like, <laughs> this is the good stuff. Uh, he just, like, grabs him and, like, helicopters away with his tail. Like, everything, all of that stuff was, like, I mean, it was right on the line, but they hit it, like, just perfectly. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't too much. It wasn't like so subtle that you're like, I don't understand what's happening. Uh, yeah, it was good. I, I think, yeah. Maybe that's more of a writing thing, but I, I don't know. I, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, that I was going to talk a little bit more about like Supersonic when it came to writing. <laughs> it's just because <laughs> it was like, oh. But, yeah, so... Um, with our scores, we average out to an 88.66 for story. Um, but yeah, moving on over to writing. Dude, they... This is how co our video game movies need to be done. Yes. It, with a, just yeah. enough fan service for everyone to be like, Hey, I get that reference. Like, 
the the Sonic theme song being on on Tom's <laughs> ringtone, or I mean, I don't. This might this one might be a bit of a stretch, but like tails and like the multiple different tails and like him being mm. like the invincible character in yes. Sonic, <laughs> yeah. like that was fun. Um, yeah, the the underwater bubble, supersonic, like, oh my gosh, like, did I, I so I, I did get a little bit confused because I thought the the master emerald was all of or was like one of the chaos emeralds. Yeah, I don't. I never got super into like the lore. Like I, I was a big Sonic One and Sonic Two guy, and uh, once it got into, once it got into the other craziness, like all of your uh, adventures and all that stuff, and Unleashed and all that, like I, I never really got too much into that. So I don't know if that, like maybe that lore, because supposedly I watched like one video before we started tonight, and. Um, Apparently, this movie borrows like heavily from Sonic Adventures. I think they were saying Sonic Adventures and Sonic Adventures Two. Um, so maybe that has more to do with that than the original games did. Um, but I definitely had a point, and I I lost it again. I'm sorry. That's two times in one episode. Maybe <laughs> I am not the unof- maybe I am not the official host, the third host. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, I I get what you're saying. There, it's just taking a bunch of things from multiple different sources. Like, I mean, I considered the uh, the snowboarding scene kind of from like that Sonic Riders game. There was, there was, they, I, the, the video I watched talked about that. I can't remember. It wasn't, maybe it was Sonic Riders, but there was stuff like that, like the snowboarding, like how he had a, um, a race car bed. That was like kind of like a deeper cut because, like you said, like you were, <laughs> you thought you were mistaken before Rose when you were like, oh, the, the Sonic comics. There was an Archie run of comics where Sonic had, uh, a race car bed. Like that was his whole thing was he had the race car bed. Uh, so that was like supposed to be a nod to that. Uh, I feel like, I feel like him digging chili dogs was like, that was like the Sonic cartoon reference. Like that was it. <laughs> like uh, we're way past cool. Got to go fast. Chili cheese dogs. Let's go. Being a cheese dog or a chili dog. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the Sonic you knew. <laughs> Dude, that was my favorite line from Knuckles. I was just about to bring that up. That was my favorite line from Knuckles. Like, he is not the Sonic you once knew. And then he freaking summons a chili cheese dog. And he's just like, okay, maybe he is the Sonic you knew. <laughs> or just the fact that, like... um. Dude, Knuckles was was such a good part of this movie. He was Dude, great because he was at the... the end scene was amazing. His Remember playing baseball, oh my god, <laughs> that was <laughs> I loved that baseball scene. You know what he was? He was like you know how people want like they, everyone loved Drax. He was like the perfect dumb character. He was like strong and dumb, but he was like 
just good enough to like make it with the <laughs> with everybody else. He was like a riff on Drax that wasn't like a direct like nothing goes over my head. I am too fast. I would catch it. Uh <laughs> but that is totally Knuckles's vibe <laughs> of like he, him and Drax would get along famously. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, I loved how he was trying to have like a serious heart to heart with Sonic, and then Sonic just freaking pelts him with sand, and he's like, "You dare attack me!" <laughs> they had a lot of cool like scenes in this movie, like especially at the very end, right before um, right before he goes all supersonic when they finally Sonic's like, "We need to work together," and they had their like crazy Avengers moment. Where they all like were standing on that uh, like little hill of rubble, and they got to go in their action poses, and then they're running, and the camera's in front of them, and they're like, "All right, you go this way, I'll go that way." Like that whole scene was amazing. Like that, this this was a great video game movie. Like a video game. By the way, a video game that was about nothing. It was uh, they were like, "Hey, this is clearly not a hedgehog, but what else is it going to be? It's a hedgehog. It goes fast." Uh, there's a freaking crazy guy who's trying to kill animals, I guess. I don't know, man. You're going to try and get them. Uh, <laughs> uh, and they made a really good couple of movies about this. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they they did such a good job. Like, just giving me just those those vibes. Like, the... They brought, like, my childhood to life. Like, I didn't play a whole lot of Sonic growing up, but just... I knew who Sonic was, I knew Knuckles, I knew Tails, and I knew Shadow. Like, that was, like, the extent of my Sonic knowledge. But... You didn't know Blaze? What? No, I didn't know Blaze. You, <laughs> <laughs> you keep throwing these random-ass characters out at me. No, oh, I don't. Sorry, no, I, I told you, that is the extent of my Sonic knowledge. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, one more question. So you don't know who Silver is, then? I know who Silver is now, because okay. you've ta- okay. talked about him so much. I was gonna. Say, I don't know who any of them are. Like I said to my nephews, I was like, "Yeah, the next one they'll probably just bring in the pink one," and they knew her, her name. I was like, <laughs> "I mean, uh, Silver was introduced in uh, what many people will call the worst Sonic game ever made." So, Unleashed. No, Sonic 06. The. <laughs> By the way, have you either of you played? Because uh, I've heard it's amazing. Like it's a it's a really good sequel i guess um they consider it sonic 3 but it's sonic mania no that is is the one with like the the version like past self or is that a different sonic it looks like generations yeah no this looks like it was made like a couple years after sonic 2 like it's side scroller it's uh you know the level design it, it looks a lot like you know the first two sonics did but it was made more recently um i feel like i i might be talking on butt here but i feel like it was somebody who like started it as some kind of maybe not a fan project but like something adjacent to that that like picked up steam and you know sega or whoever was like oh we like what you're doing here why don't you make why don't we just let you make the next game and you just can make the next so i, I don't know just throwing it out there for no reason i guess Actually, I take it back. The reason I mentioned it is because I didn't know uh, how much longer the sale was going to go on. But uh, like, I have a Switch, and like, I guess in in light of the Sonic movie coming out, 
all the Sonic games in the eShop are on sale, but they're only on sale for one more day. So by the time this comes out, you guys can just not not uh have that don't don't go looking for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> go just th- th- throw a heart on it put it on your wish list for next time it goes on sale there we go uh, <laughs> but if you wanted to you can get sonic mania for ten dollars whenever it does go on sale <laughs> honestly caleb the only reason i know so many sonic characters is i think i've already told you this is just because i've like played every single mario and sonic at the olympic games <laughs> As- right is it right. me? Uh, no, I, I, I think it might be me. No, my Wi-Fi is just being real shitty. Well, in case anyone missed my sick joke, I said it's because he, he also writes fan fiction for Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> um, Sonic, you're pregnant again. <laughs> <laughs> What? Dude, Why would Luigi I... impregnant to do? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god, it's twins! <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, an- another thing that I really liked that they did was the uh, the maze with all the the booby traps. Yeah, and everything. It was like all the traps that you got from like the first game dude that was crazy and when he got when that when he walks in and he's like what do you say like every seven steps or seven seconds or whatever there's a new trap and that that like uh whatever it was like the the swinging blade came and like i mean was that cg or did they just do it in slow motion or something because it looked like it didn't look cg that thing that swiped in front of his face and I can only imagine the only way they could do that is if they had done it in like in slow motion, like in real life slow motion. Uh, <laughs> That's a good question. It looked super good, but my money's on CG. You're probably it's right. It's amazing how far <laughs> CGI has come. Yeah. I mean, I said it before. Look at their gloves. Like I, I that shouldn't be the thing I pay, I paid so much attention to, but their gloves look so real. Like you could see like the lint coming off of them. Like on the like the, I don't know. It was crazy, dude. I felt the same thing with Knuckles' shoes. Like the green part of yes. the top was like so fuzzy. I'm like, okay, I'm like paying way too much attention to this shit. <laughs> Although, may I just say again, I know we need to save this for effects, but. There were some times where I was like, bro, you need to put some drops in your eyes because those eyeballs oh are my. super dry. <laughs> Dude, that, mm, that like, you got some rocks in thing. there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, with writing, I think a lot of the, the things that they wrote into the story were were really really solid like just all the fan service like you can you can get more on the nose than than that Um, not without being ridiculous not without being like eye rolly like all right we get it it's a sonic movie (laughs) yeah and i just like love like they weren't so just blatant about it like when sonic was underwater like him not being able to swim like that's just how he like that's isn't that how he is in the game? 
Yeah. And what's funny is like when that was happening, by the way, I, it didn't dawn on me. And then when he like freed knuckles and he's like, I can't swim. I was like, Oh my God, he can't swim. Like we already <laughs> paid that off. Like, or this is the payoff from like the very, very, very beginning. And I'm like, Oh no, he is going to die. And I, by the way, can I tell you, as someone who played that game a lot when I was a kid, I heard the like music that plays when you're underwater <laughs> and it's like, you're about to die and it's anxiety inducing. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'm like, no, he's going to die. And thankfully, Knuckles saved him. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That dude, that was (laughs) I I could hear that music, too. Like, I I was getting like worked up and I was like, gosh, why am I getting so worked up just hearing the like, yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, like I feel like all the dialogue, like I. Once again, I don't know how many times I'm going to say it. Once again, the only thing that I felt was like unnecessary dialogue wise was yeah. anything in the wedding scene. After that, honestly, like, I feel I didn't hate that scene as much as you guys did. I, I, eh. I didn't I, I, listen. I I hated most of it. The things I liked about it, I really liked. I already told you. Whenever she like stepped out of the golf cart as it was sliding away, it was amazing. I loved. That General Olive Garden showed back up and he was like, ha ha, I bet you wish you had taken those gift cards or whatever. <laughs> like that was hilarious. I don't know why. Like that to me, that part was a weird throwback to like movies, things that happen in movies that or that used to happen in movies that absolutely do not happen anymore. Like I feel like what happened in that t- that span of time when there was no uh animated creatures uh lurking about is what a normal sequel would have been like where it was just like the people you didn't care about from the first movie coming back to be like haha it's me olive garden man uh and like you know one of the henchmen that you know sonic you know buried a quill into his chest by accident or whatever. And those two got together to be like, we had to start gun so that we could get this little, uh, this little rascal, this little hedgehog rascal. Uh, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, no, it was, I still, I don't know. I enjoyed that guy though. I don't know why I went off on that. I wish I would have done. I wish I would have done a double feature like you did. Cause I did not recognize that guy at first. Because he was the guy that showed up right at the (laughs) he showed up right at the end of the first movie, and he was like, "I'm here to make a very generous offer to you too to thank you for your continued silence on uh, the the comings and goings of Mister Robot or Doctor Robotnik." And they're like, "Oh!" And uh, he pulls out like it's like a fifty dollar gift card to Olive Garden. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yup. Yeah, but I think I might be a little bit higher on my writing score. Like I think I'm I'm sitting at a 90 with this one just cuz everything like flowed perfectly. Even the like I can let go of a lot of stuff that happened in the the wedding scene because like like I said, it was a really cool sequence. It just felt really out of place for a Sonic movie, but it was cool. Well, so, for that I mean, Sonic giving, movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm giving bonus points to it for, for that, but I'm not going like crazy high. <laughs> so I'm sitting at 90 with that one. 
Where are you guys at? Uh, I'm going to go one ahead of you. I'm going to go 91. Uh, just because, yeah, the writing was super, super solid. And I, I agree with you guys with the whole wedding scene. Um, it felt, it was very unnecessary, but I, I, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know how else you could have incorporated the, uh, characters from the first movie into this movie without doing that wedding scene. So <laughs> I'll take it. Honestly, I didn't, I don't think Gunn needed to be in this at all. Like, you could have just been, like, National Guard, done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that could have been, I mean, clearly that's supposed to be part of the setup for Shadow showing up, too, right? Because that's... Yeah, it had uh, to be done. Fair. Because, yeah, that's that's what it's called in the uh, video games. This is the thing. I'm giving writing a 92, or, yeah, 92, um because again every like that it's not it's not that the wedding scene was out of place it's that like everything else was so well written for this movie that it was like it just seemed really weird that they were like it almost seemed like they filmed the whole movie and they were like all right or wrote the whole movie and they were like all right now how do we get from B to C because or from B to D because we've got C to D we've got A to B we've got C to D but how do we get from B to C because I don't what do we what do we do here and they were like ah everybody's a cop all right moving on (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right well that averages us out to a 91 Uh, moving on over to acting uh, we have Ben Schwartz, who voiced Sonic, uh, Colleen O'Shaughnessy, who voiced Tails, uh, Idris Elba, who voiced Knuckles, Jim Carrey, who played Dr. Robotnik, and then we have James Marsden, who played Tom Wachowski, and then Tika Sumter, who all, who played Maddie Wachowski. Are we going to include her in this? I guess... I guess not really. Like their roles were so small. I was trying to like come up with like the big ones, but that's all. Well, that's the thing that we always are going to go back to the wedding scene because because of that wedding scene, you almost have to include her and her sister because like even though they they had not much to do or say, like they did get a big chunk of that movie like right before the end so like it was just again just a weird place to do it it was a weird time it was yeah so i think you could legitimately include them but it's not gonna help (laughs) it's not gonna help anything (laughs) yeah um just for shits and giggles the sister was played by natasha rothwell I like her, by the way. She was, she is really funny. <laughs> She's hilarious. It's just <laughs> she, she out of place. Can I tell you? I like her better than uh, the wife. Like she, I think she's like more. Uh, whatever. Are we rating the acting? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll do top three. Like, who do you who do you think? Like, who was your top three? Like actors in this. Can we do can we do top four, please? Yeah, we can do top four. 
because in no specific order, mine is uh, Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, and Robotnik. Like the, <laughs> any order you want to, maybe in, in different orders. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say whatever <laughs> order you want to put that in, I'm fine. Like as long as those four are the top four, that's uh, as far as I'm concerned. Nobody else was in this movie. <laughs> you know, fair enough. Yeah, that that's pretty much my top four as well. But I I would order it. The okay, just so everyone is aware, the my margins are really really close. So before anyone tries getting butt hurt about <laughs> my order, my number four, I, I'm giving to tails. Ouch. My, my three, I'm, I'm three. I'm giving to Sonic. Two Knuckles, one Robotnik. Yeah, I mean, Rose, do you have a uh, an order? Oh yeah, mine's. I think mine's different. You might, guys might hate me for this. Uh, four is Eggman. Three is Sonic. Two is Tails, and then one is Knuckles. Wow. Ah, I know, right? So I would say that, like, if I did have to order them, um, only if we're taking both movies into account, which we're not, I would put Robotnik at number one. But to me, it is a a fight for three and four between him and Knuckles. And then uh, Sonic would be one and Tails would be two. And only because, like, I don't think I honestly can I tell you, I don't think that Jim Carrey had enough time in this movie. Like, honestly, I wish that the whole wedding scene had been some scene with him and Stone because he was so good in the first movie that I was like, God, please let us just see more of him. If they just doubled his time, that would have been great. Um, but I feel like a lot of the stuff with him was, like, not wasted because clearly it was awesome to see him as big, you know, mecha robotnik. Um, but there was a lot of, like... I am the great and powerful Oz, and now we're going to go over here, and I'm going to lightning bolt you. I'm like, no, give me the one-liners. Give me this guy, like, being the most arrogant person in the room, punching people in the throat, doing weird stuff. Like, he was amazing. And that's the only reason why I would put him that low. But then, like, Knuckles, I feel like, didn't have a lot to say. Like, but here's, okay, here's what's crazy, is that, those three animated characters are easily in the top four and James Marsden and the gang don't, they're like such a distant fifth place and beyond that. Like I was telling Caleb before you came on Rose, like it was like, there were two movies happening. There were the actors uh, that were acting over here. And then there were the other people that got to be in the movie. Cause they were in the first one that nobody believed in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, yeah. But it was it was crazy to see that. it was crazy to see animated characters acting better than people. Uh, <laughs> so Yo. I don't know, man. Like, I, and I like James Marsden. I don't really know that lady, the one that played his wife or her sister. Uh, James Marsden, I like a lot. But like, when you're in a movie with Jim Carrey, you can't just be like. Hey guys, I just wanted to have a tough conversation about being the blue justice. 
You can't always go out and act crazy. Sometimes you got to be patient, you know? Like, you can't be that guy in a Jim Carrey movie where he is being, like, Ace Ventura cable guy, freaking all of them all at once to play the freaking Mr. Robotnik. You can't... I don't know how you're in that movie and, <laughs> and, and anyone cares who you are. Did I say my rating? 92. <laughs> for acting? Oh, wow. For acting, or wait, did I say for? Is that what I said for acting? No, for no, you said ninety-two for writing. What was I? What would I say for acting? Ah, uh, I would still say, I'll say a ninety. I'll say a ninety, only because like the movie wasn't about James Marsden and his wife and you know those people, even though there was that chunk that was like it for the most part was about those. I mean, listen. I would sell everyone into the circus if I could just see the freaking dance-off scene again. If that was the only scene I could watch, <laughs> I would watch that scene every time. <laughs> Dude, I thought that, like, when I, like, figured out that they were going to be doing, like, a dance-off, I'm like, this is going to be funky, but it ended up being <laughs> one of my favorite scenes. Uh, I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, so I feel yeah. we'll probably get more into it with music, but did you guys did you guys like the song choice, Uptown Funk, or would you have preferred a different song? I think it worked. Yeah, I think Bruno Mars is like the uh the if you like need the um, uh hip hop version of Imagine Dragons, you just put in a Bruno Mars song and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's Fair a enough. that's a hip hop commercial song. We'll just put that in. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I think that fit perfectly for this movie. <laughs> yeah, my only agree. we'll get into it, but I feel there were some other interesting soundtrack choices that happened. But like I said, we'll get into it. I'm in, I yeah, I'm oh. very interested to hear what Caleb found interesting. Um, but getting back to acting i might actually be a little bit higher than than you dj i think i'm like maybe at a 92 like i i love like it's so hard for me to want to include like tom and all of them because they were just such a small part yes it's just like they were in all we can really all i can say is like they were in there but like once you get back to like the story that we came to see, like it was amazing. Like freaking Ben Schwartz is able to hit the emotional notes super well. The comedic, like he just his comedic timing is perfect. Like there's nothing that he's been in that I've not liked, or at least not liked him. Is he the guy that say, normally uh, Rise of TMNT? <laughs> Is he the guy that normally voices Sonic? Because I know the lady or whatever, she's the one that does the voice of Tails, right? Yeah. No, he's never voiced Sonic before. That guy. Okay. Well, I then I do have to re reset a little bit then because but, uh, thinking about him, and even though it was a smaller part, uh, I would even say Agent Stone uh, had like a. I don't know. Like I liked him in that as well, even though again, not not even as big a part as the as Tom and the gang. Uh, but I think I might match you. I think I might, I might come up and match you on a ninety-two. Yeah, I mean, he did a a great job. 
Um, Does he do voice acting normally? Because again, like that is actually yeah, even he, more impressive. He actually voices he, he voices uh, Dewey in Ducktales. Really? Let's see. Yeah, I've actually guy. been watching the the new Ducktales, and gotta say it's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, the, by the way, the newer Disney shows, like, what is happening? Like, the Mickey Mouse stuff, the DuckTales, all that, the Chippendale, like, it's actually really good. Like, shockingly good. <laughs> yeah, like, when I need a, a family-appropriate show to watch and I'm, like, not wanting to watch Coco Melon or anything else like that, I'm like, hey, you want to watch DuckTales? <laughs> and she's like, okay. <laughs> Huh. No, I guess he has done a lot of voiceover work. Not a lot of stuff I would recognize right off the bat. But yeah, no, he did really well. Like I, I was completely sold on Sonic all the way. <laughs> yeah, for me now, he is the voice of Sonic for sure. Um, where are you at, Rose? Uh, you know, honestly, I'm gonna match you guys. A 92. Um, for the. I have to give so much credit to Idris Elba as Knuckles because for the longest time, I feel Knuckles has just become a joke. He's not as he was when he was first introduced. Um, and I feel choosing Idris Elba as the voice of him brought him back to his roots and how, how he is as a character. And, oh my God, I loved him so much as Knuckles. Um, so for him alone and also, um, like, don't worry, I loved Ben Schwartz as Sonic. He was great. Um but also, I have to give it to the uh, actress who plays Tails because I'm so grateful that they brought her back to play Tails because I know they got two two stars to play Sonic and Knuckles, but I'm sorry, no one else can do as as far as right now can do the voice of Tails besides her. It would just it would just be sound too weird having like a big name actor doing Tails. It would just sound too weird. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. She's a she's a big name voice actor. Don't get me wrong, but like, say like they brought in um, like Kristen Bell or um, like Megan. F- oh God, don't get me wrong. Don't give me ah. like Megan Fox. Listen, I, don't I, get it uh, twisted. There was a the guy that does the voice of uh, Ren and Stimpy and all the voices on Futurama. I can't think of his name. Billy West. He did him and the guy that does Bender, John DiMaggio. They did. Or is that his name, John? Doesn't matter. You know who I'm talking about. They did a uh, they did a documentary like a long time ago about voice actors, and they basically one of the things they talked about in that movie was like basically how stupid it is that they're getting big name actors to come in and basically take their jobs away because they're like this is our livelihood. This is what we spend. You know, we've spent time honing this craft of like doing these voices because like with guys like Billy West and I'm sure the lady that does tales as well, like they don't just do that voice or like maybe one or two other voices on one or two other video games. They usually have like a catalog of like hundreds of voices that they can do uh, or like iconic characters that you would never think of like attaching to this person. Um, So yeah, no, I totally agree with, you know, keeping actual voice actors doing the work and not just, uh, we'll get Will Smith to come in here and be a fish. Like eh, no one even knows that stupid movie is now anyway. Like why couldn't you have given Billy West or whoever that money to come in and, uh, do that? (laughs) Oh, why you got to put that movie back into my head? (laughs) I don't even know the name of it. How about that? Shark (laughs) tail. There you go. (laughs) 
it's it's uh, dumb like it's dumb or with even the, the one that animated, enjoy watching it with animated movies like seeing like the a big actor's name on an animated movie isn't a selling point for me well, no looking but at you it's... mario yeah <sighs> <laughs> well, Mario, look at the one right before, not right before it, but look at the, it was the Will Smith and Tom Holland joint where he turned into a pigeon. And that oh movie was oh, yeah. a that big fat nice. nothing. <laughs> movie was really dumb. But that's the thing. Like, at least, like, okay, it was dumb, but those two freaking idiots got paid off of that. Like, why couldn't that have, been, if that movie was going to be what it was anyway, like, why not give people that are actual voice actors, not people that are actors acting in movies normally? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, they're, they're better at it. They're honing that particular skill that, like, normal live action actors just don't do. Like, yeah, no, and that, by the way, that's why I'm, like, super uh, impressed with Ben Schwartz, because that is, like, that seemed, that seems like some seasoned voice actor stuff that he was doing in that, so, I don't know, I, I really appreciate that, and even Idris Elba, like, you know, uh, clearly it's, <laughs> I don't think he is suffering for another paycheck, but, uh, uh, I don't know. I guess it sucks because I like him. So <laughs> I'm like, eh, yeah. it's fine that he's in there. Uh, but I'm sure somebody well, else could have had that. We're supposedly getting a, a series on Paramount about Knuckles. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me, th- let me ask you guys something. Have, do you guys, uh, are you fans of the Halo video game series? And have you watched any of the Halo Paramount Plus nonsense? I am a fan of Halo. I have not played it in a really long time, but I am wanting to watch the Halo series. I ha- just have not gotten around to it yet. So I won't spoil anything for either of you if you care, but it's like apparently this show is not even in canon at all, and they lean into that fact like real fast. So... That's all I'll say about it. I I don't know, man. Like I'm always weird about TV shows, and especially like I'm sure Paramount Plus is like really like pushing the envelope to be like we are the next streaming service. We had Jackass forever. We have something else, I'm sure, but we're definitely <laughs> we're definitely a contender. We are not going to be the next. Uh, you know what was that one that was here for like a second? Uh, I don't know. There have been so many streaming services that have come and gone. They're so convinced to not be that, that I don't know. I don't think we need a Knuckles TV show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I'm, I, I want to see more Knuckles, so I'm like, I'll, I mean, I'll take it, uh, but <laughs> I mean, he's been my favorite Sonic character since I was a kid, so I will gladly take it. Yeah. I he, only want to see my it. favorite until I, I it was introduced to shadow by the way there was the to me the craziest thing in the movie was when they were fighting and they had just like a split second scene of like them like clashed up against each other and it was just like the game again like it was like seeing those two clash up and you're like it's happening uh but listen Unless the show shows Knuckles at war and, uh, you know, defending the last of the Enchidnas or whatever they're called. And, 
Yeah, no. I want to see the I want to see the ten year battle that brought him to the freaking hardened crazy person that he is today. <laughs> Dude, me too. <laughs> so if they All show right. that, I'm in. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Next up, we got character development, which I think we can obviously say is Sonic. Oh, I was doing Tom, but I'm just kidding. yeah. So yeah, he is... was first. He was where he lived, and then he was somewhere else, and then he went back again. You know, you always start where you perfect, came from. <laughs> a perfect arc. That's what it was. <laughs> so this is where the the first movie suffered a little bit, but I think this one did way better at giving Sonic a good arc. Yes. Like just being that not really super responsible child who wants to be a vigilante and making him someone who's like fulfilling what his destiny is meant to be. And like understanding that, oh, this is what my power is for, and I'm going to use it for this purpose. And like fulfilling that, and like still keeping his like childhood or childlike uh, wonder. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah, just his his childlike wonder. Yeah, because he starts as being like, I need to get out there and help everybody. Uh, and it, you know, be damned what happens. You know, I don't care if I ruin this city block to, you know, he, he has made some growth. You can tell that by the end, you know, he calls him dad. He knows how to like to, to mess with knuckles now. Like, I I don't know. He seems like just, he seems more mature. You know what I mean? Like, uh, again, it sounds so weird saying this about a blue hedgehog, but he seems more, (laughs) (laughs) he seems more mature but like how a kid would mature you know what i mean like clearly he's still going to be a freaking little goon uh but he's like "Hmm, i kind of understand a little bit of the world better now (laughs) uh that i've you know that i've turned into a hedgehog god for a moment Uh, i was a god and that was okay i just want to be a kid (laughs) yeah like again, it wasn't like some crazy, like inspiring character arc, but it was it was it was a lot better than the first movie. Yeah, the first movie again, so like herky jerky, just kind of like everything was ging 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 ging, and it led up to whatever, and you're like, all right, well, we we made it, we know what it took to get here, so it's fine, we'll put up with this. I will say all of their, like, Tails had no arc, I don't think. Uh, if he did, it was, I will say of all of them, it was super slow. It was like the slowest burn of an arc, and Tails was probably the slowest, because it was, I guess he kind of had an arc, but it was, again, it was like, moved like a glacier. Um and only seconded by Knuckles and then Sonic again. He did have that. It was it was more of like a right before the sun sets, you know, <laughs> when you can still see that little beep just right above the horizon. You're like, ah, there it is. I see it. Uh, and everybody else was like, eh, we kind of have an arc, but you can't. It's it's past the horizon. <laughs> yeah, I think. 
for character development, I'm around maybe 85-ish. Like, I think it was definitely better than the first, but just still not quite up there. But it, it was it was all right. Maybe actually, maybe eighty five is high. I think I'm I'm gonna go like eighty two. Yeah, I'm gonna go eighty two. Rose, where are you at? Uh, you know I'm I'm gonna match you. I'm gonna go in eighty two. I, I I really don't have anything else to say. To, I, I God dang it! <laughs> I'm sorry. I am freaking copycat Jones too. I knew I should have said it first. Because uh, <laughs> I'm going to go 82 as well. Because <laughs> I'm like, uh, it's funny because you almost had me convinced with 85. And then you were like, uh, 82. And I, yeah, 82 sounds right. I think that does sound right. And even 82 might even be just a pinch high. But uh, I like this movie. I want to see it get at least a C plus. So I'm sticking with 82. <laughs> just for shits and giggles. Because you've seen the first one, where do you? And because you haven't like listened to our Sonic, our first Sonic the Hedgehog episode, where do you think we put the character development for the first one? Like, if you had it, to had to, it had to have been an almost non-existent, right? Like, it had to have been in like the '60s because there was like literally Tom's character did not develop. It like purposely the story was like, no, you will not develop. You are going to have all these big dreams and aspirations and oops, a little blue child has been dumped upon your lap and you're not going anywhere or doing anything. Uh, and Sonic was like, again, it was like he had an, it wasn't an arc so much as it was like a, like a, a, a cartoon lightning bolt where it just was like, ging, 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 uh, and it, it just kind of went to where it ended. So character development, it had to have been in like the sixties, right? There's no way. Uh, we were actually a little bit higher. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. It wasn't by this. much. It wasn't by much. <laughs> we're wow. so we were actually at a 75 for the first movie. That's not, I mean, listen, oh. here's the thing. Like, the thing that both of these movies, the second one does better than the first, but the first one does really well considering what it was, is make you go, yeah, but look at how good this movie is. You know what I mean? Like, again, like as much as like we've harped on the wedding scene, like, I mean, it's it only sticks out because it's such a good movie. And it's crazy to think like the first movie was in such like developmental hell because of what they tried to pass off for Sonic at first, because what we really learned was that like the movie that was there wasn't bad. Like it was never going to be a bad movie. It just didn't look like anyone thought it should look. So I can't. And again, with what had to happen to that movie to chop and screw it into what it ended up being. Uh, I'm, I don't think 75 is, uh, I don't think that's outrageous. <laughs> I mean, looking back with, again, with hindsight, you would be like, yeah, that was, there was no real development there, but like 
with that being what it was, and especially not knowing, I would imagine at the time, well, I don't know if you knew at the time if there was even going to be a second one. So if you're like, well, if this is it, like, this is not bad. <laughs> yeah, like, at the time, well, like when we did the episode, there was no talks of a sequel. Like, absolutely none. So, there you go. I think 75 is right on the mark. <laughs> well, actually, wait, no, there there was technically with because of that end credit scene with uh, Tails. But you know how they do sometimes where yeah, like a studio will, will set up something and they're like, because you almost feel like that's why they show, instead of just showing like, you know, two Tails or like Tails of Shoes or something, they're like, we're going to show the entirety of Tails so that just in case there's no more movie, you got to see Tails. Hey. Uh, Fair enough. <laughs> and I feel like that's why they did that with Shadow too, because they were still like, eh, listen, we haven't, we don't, we still don't have enough street cred to just show you like his boot or something. Like we have to show you his entire face so you know who this is. <laughs> I mean, the nice thing though is that uh, Paramount greenlit Sonic 3 before this movie even came out. Nice. Thank God. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Yeah, we're talking I mean, about listen, that one with you too. So <laughs> <laughs> they can only they can only screw it up from here. Like it's theirs to ruin now. Like that's, it's just that's true. Uh, they they they're where they need to be. So good luck, fellas. <laughs> good. See you in two years. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, our score averaged out to an eighty-two for character development. Uh, moving on over to effects. Which there was a significant amount in this one. First off, I think there was some horrendous green screen in this occasionally with Robotnik. And I don't know if it's just because it was super noticeable because it was really bright in my theater. Ah. or <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I noticed that, honestly. Damn, I needed to see this in the dark. <laughs> it was so noticeable with how bright it was. <laughs> I mean, Damn, listen, that's... my my nephew, he I didn't notice because I never noticed green screen stuff. Like when people are like, oh, it's obviously green screen. I'm like, I am too stupid. I don't know what that looks like. Uh, and one of the things that he noticed, though, was like, you know, when they were, I think it was right after the dance off, they fell asleep, uh, like tails fell asleep in front of the fire. And uh, Sonic put a blanket over him, and then the like when he went to go to sleep next to him, Tails like stuck his tails out and covered Sonic with it. Apparently, like I didn't see this. My nephew was like, there was a lot of clipping and like weird stuff going on there that like I don't know how that made it into the movie, but okay. And I was like, I, I didn't see any of that. So kudos to you for catching it. Uh, but also, I don't know. I, I guess I just don't know what I'm looking for. So, <laughs> I Apparently thought the I'm were good because I I didn't see that either. I'm it's oblivious. so hard with with things like that with green screen or clipping because if you were or just like to see that kind of stuff because if you were to pause it and look at it like an image, it looks fine. It's just when it's in motion that it starts looking funky. And Are you I, talking I about clip- when you say? Green screen stuff for Robotnik. Were you talking about at the end when he went Neo and uh, had like his little vocoder voice and was being all you know weird and lightning bolty? Uh, no, um, I was the scene that stood out to me the most was when 
it was him and Knuckles in the when they were get trying to steal the compass from from Sonic. Mm. Um, when he was kind of floating around the the mountains and everything, like it just looked not great. Or like when he was in it. his little <laughs> yeah. So yeah, well, it, it, I, I guess I'll have to watch it again. <laughs> honestly, it probably yeah, just stood out to me. Like, if you guys didn't see it, because Rose usually sees that stuff. So if he didn't see it, I'm willing to bet it was just because it was super bright in my theater. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this all look fake and like there's light reflecting off of it from the wrong places? <laughs> yeah. So, damn. <laughs> um. Yeah, other than that, minor complaint, <laughs> which might not even technically be a complaint. <laughs> um, the only other thing that I really noticed was that, was what you pointed out earlier, DJ, with their eyes being, like, ridiculously dry and not having yeah. any sort of, like, glossy look to them. <laughs> What's crazy is if you look at Sonic's nose, it looks like a wet dog nose. Like, so clearly they thought enough to be like, well, he's got a nose, so it's exposed like an animal would. So why wouldn't we make it like a little moist on there? But nobody was like, give this dude some Visine or something. Like, just freaking <laughs> throw a bit of gloss onto it. I mean, I say that, and I mean, we all know that you know saying and doing are two completely different things when it comes to stuff like that but god dang dude like <laughs> get those freaking rocks out of that dude's eyeballs <laughs> yeah um besides that i mean did you guys notice anything else like i feel like i noticed some shit but obviously i don't feel like my opinion can be trusted <laughs> No, I liked it. I liked it all. Like I thought it looked amazing. I thought the hair looked great. Like uh I mean, I don't know. They'll never be able to make those things look like they're real real. Um so That's fair. You know what I mean? But it's never I don't I don't know that it can look much better than that. Uh the degrees between where it looks now and where it would be looking better are so small that you're like, uh, it's fine. Like it's always gonna be passable from now on. So I don't know. It's and again, the gloves, like you were saying too, Rose, the shoes, like that's what was wild to me is like how like far and away good those were. Like almost like they like put gloves on a stick and were like, we'll just animate around these gloves. Like, it was nuts to me that they looked that good. Am I crazy? You guys are laughing. But no, it, not it looked no, that really good. good. Oh, yeah, it really did. <laughs> yeah, I'm just <laughs> laughing for how much detail they put into those gloves. They did. They put so much. And, like, even when, um, I mean, hell, when, like, they put a lot of detail into Sonic and Knuckles when they were wet. Yes. And they were, by the way, that was one thing I really appreciated about what they did is they made them like wet and dirty a lot. 
that wasn't like a thing that they're like, we're going to try and see if this works. And just so you know that like, fine, they got dirt on him, whatever. Like Sonic was like, always had something on him. Like he always had some dirt or he always had some freaking. he was in the, the, at the beginning, he's like, you know, doing his hair, like in the freaking uh, soap tub or whatever with all the bubbles and stuff everywhere. Like they really, they really didn't try and like, you know, do that thing that, that some <laughs> some animation does which is like try and hide all of the uh, sins in the shadows and they're like we'll just we'll just make it dark everywhere uh, <laughs> and they're like nope we're gonna put him out on the beach with dirt all over him and we're gonna see how that looks <laughs> <laughs> yeah they did a great job with that and I mean I was even impressed with the robotnik robot. Dude. Oh yeah, so good, dude. That couldn't have looked more perfect, dude. The big mecha one, the the when he ended up riding around in the little round job, like from the video game, I was like, this is freaking crazy. And he did the the mustache, he did the glasses, everything. I could not. It was I yeah. I can't believe this move. Like this, these two movies should not have been good. Like on paper, they're not good. And you're like, you see Jim Carrey on it and you're like, Oh, so these are Jim Carrey's last two movies that he did before he, uh, you know, did he, he did the one last cash grab and then he just freaking boogied out and never came back again. Uh, but instead you're like, no, these are good movies. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're amazing. Like, it's, Especially the second one, like like you said, like the first one, it's it's understandable when you understand like the history and like what happened behind the scenes and like why the movie is the way that it is, and you can almost forgive it for that. This one was just, hey, like we don't have to worry about character design anymore. We just need to freaking just. Like, now we can focus on the story and, like, the effects and the things that, like, actually matter. <laughs> and and then they released, like, a great product. And the, the effects were just killer in this. So I'm not going to dock too much because apparently my green screen in the light <laughs> opinion cannot be trusted. <laughs> um... I think I'm in the high 90s for this one. Can I give mine first so I don't have to be copycat Jones and say 95? Ha ha, I did it anyway. <laughs> Are you at 95? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what about you, Rose? Uh, I'm going to go slightly lower, 93. Hell, I'll, I'll meet you guys in the middle at 94. There you go. All right. <laughs> Bam. Which will average us out to a 94. All right. I like it. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got music. So th this one is out of 10. Um. <sighs> yeah, I was going to say, so besides... Uptown Funk, gonna give it to you. Like, name any other tune besides the, uh, the you know, the Sonic theme ringtone that was in this. Like, I didn't notice the music 
at all. Like at I, all. There's one, and I loved it so much when we first see Sonic uh, about to you know take on the armed robbery. They start playing "It's Tricky" by Run DMC, and uh, I started smiling. I'm like, okay, you know what? I like this song choice. That was the other thing they did well, like how they the same way they did like a riff on Drax without doing like a like this is Drax for uh, what's his face Knuckles, like they did again the thing of like the the super speed thing like they did in the first movie that wasn't just a um why can't I think of his name the freaking Maximoff kid what's his name from X Men uh, or the Marvel oh, movies. Yes, they didn't just do another Quicksilver, like, you know, slow, like, uh, hello, darkness, my old friend. And he's freaking, you know what I mean? Like it was it all it was it was a riff on that, but it wasn't like a direct carbon copy where you immediately thought of that. It was just another guy that goes super fast that did it in a cool way. Yeah, and I agree that song went great with that. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like the song choices were on point. I think my only problems were some of the music did not fit super well with the scene. And I I don't know the name of the songs that well. I I mean, I could point them out, but it's just there were some where I was just like, this is kind of an odd choice for for a song or this particular moment. But whatever, like. Like it, it's a catchy tune, um. So I mean, I'm I'm fairly high. I think I'm. I might be like a really soft nine. Like a really soft nine. Yeah, I it's think I was. Then you were gonna go. I oh, can be God. talked down to an eight easily if you guys that's want. A, I'm, so. I don't know. I'm at like a high eight. That that's just me. Yeah, I was middle of the road eight. So I okay. We. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine doing eights. <laughs> I mean, I ra- we round down anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was. It's that thing of like. It's weird because I don't. It's. I've said it before on the show, and it's it doesn't make sense, but I, I don't know why I feel this way. Music, to me, is kind of like editing. Like, you almost, unless it's important for some reason, like, you almost shouldn't really notice it's there anyway. So it's really hard for me to to grade it. Like, it would be like, to me, it would be like grading editing. Like, you if you don't notice it, I mean, it's clearly 100. Uh, but if you do notice it, it's got to be a zero because you're like, you shouldn't notice it. And I don't think music's the same. I don't think that's a one for one comparison, but I feel like a lot of times that's kind of like, it is setting the mood, but I mean, you're like watching the actors. You're trying to find out like what the next thing is. Maybe it's going to bring up tension. Maybe it's going to make you feel emotional, whatever it is. But like, Ultimately, you're not going to be like, ah, I remembered that swell of violins, right? As he said, no, don't go. And then I started weeping. Like, no, you're going to remember the guy who said, no, don't go. <laughs> like, Ryan Gosling really acted his face off. He really, he really went to the secret garden or whatever he did. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I, 
music always throws me off uh when grading anything unless it's yeah, a musical like, i guess <laughs> our average like if we think that a soundtrack is just like com- like eh, your basic run of the mill soundtrack like a hey, it this music worked for the scene that it was in where usually sit ab- around a 6 if the scores like really impressed us um but nothing was like too like memorable um we're about a seven things that are a little bit more memorable were around an eight um ones that just kind of like oh this was was great like this was a great soundtrack we're like at a nine and then for me when for for 10 it's like okay like great soundtrack plus you had a catchy ass song that stuck in my head well it's almost got to be like an original score i like all the way through that's super memorable i'd feel like to be a 10 because it's funny i was just talking about this the other day uh i like i started playing animal crossing and that theme song is like stuck in my head forever now it'll never go away and i was thinking about how crazy that is that like some person just made that theme and was like, what do you guys think about this? And they were like, yeah, we like this a lot. And now that's a song that I will never not hear. It'll haunt my dreams forever. And, uh, like it's, it's, uh, I don't know. Like that's a wild thing to be able to do. So I would imagine that would be like the thing that you would have to do to get a 10 of make something. Hey, don't flick me off. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. I did not just mean kidding. to do that. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, that was a visual joke for all of you listening. <laughs> Rose just flipped me off double birds and said he didn't mean to. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, like comparing this to like other movies, like other like movies that have gotten a ten before, is like Rocket Man, uh, Rise of Skywalker got a ten, and that's just because John Williams. Last Jedi got a 10. The Greatest that, Showman. By the way, that was going to be my examples. It's like, it's got to be like musicals or John Williams course. <laughs> like, um, Psycho got a, a music 10. Yeah, but see, and that's the thing. Like, how do you make a, a song, like, outside of a, a Star Wars, like, what really are, like, some just iconic themes? Like, Psycho is one of them. Like, you can never Halloween. not hear Halloween. Like, that's the thing. Like, but but what really in recent memory has been, like, super iconic uh, that has just immediately gripped? Because uh, what? I mean, listen, you could just say it's a person, Lin-Manuel Miranda, because he makes things, he makes songs that people, like, grab onto and won't let go of for, like, years at a time. But they do end up going away. That was uh, the last thing that we <laughs> we gave a ten to was Encanto. <laughs> yeah, and by oh, yeah. the way, rightfully so. Like that was a that was a great musical movie. Like in all like original songs, all original songs. Lin that guy, old Spanish man. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda. Go on. <laughs> Man. So that that's just kind of how we view the music score because it can also be audio. Like we with um 
like when it comes to horror movies, it's like the use of silences or just the build up or like the the way that they try and get to like scare you. Like I feel like in the right instance, I feel like a scary movie could score a ten if they used silences in like a really effective way. I agree. Still mad Caleb wouldn't let me give Halloween a ten. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I gave the Matrix. I think 100. I did give it a ten. <laughs> yeah, but we, Caleb but we round down. <laughs> you should have given it a ten. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just well, saying but, you probably should have fought harder for it. But here's what's crazy. <laughs> like to you, to what you said earlier about Rose about um, liking the sequel trilogy better, or or the that's like your top trilogy. Like that is why. That is actually why I like The Mandalorian as much as I did, because I grew up, and my favorite is the original trilogy. And in the first episode of The Mandalorian, within the first five seconds, I was like, this sounds like Star Wars. Like, this sounds like everything that I've ever known of Star Wars, and it's crazy that it's not... It's it's not like it's something different and new that's happening, but it sounds like everything I remember Star Wars being and the sequel trilogy was not that. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in like it was supposed to be like it wasn't supposed to be what we all grew up with, with the prequels and the originals. It was supposed to be like the next step in that. So, no, I mean, I get it when it comes to, to audio, but it's it's just funny because that that it was audio that immediately made I. The Mandalorian would have had to try and be terrible, but like just with how it sounded. And I don't just mean the music either. I just mean like even the sound effects, like them going through Tatooine and, you know, just hearing things, hearing familiar sounds. It was so strange that it sounded like familiar. So anyway, I still give this movie an eight for music. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Like music and costumes, we kind of have to be a little bit more like, um, lax. <laughs> no, not that. What's it? Strict. Not strict. Like when we all agree, unanimous. Ah, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's there, the word. Yeah. We have to be a little bit more unanimous on. <laughs> so Jim Carrey makes this about a ten, then, right? Because. He yeah. carries the movie uh, wardrobe-wise for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That, that Eggman outfit. Ooh. Dude, that <laughs> could not it. have been more perfect. But we also do include, with animated characters, we do include like their character design. As, like, Can I tell costumes. you, <laughs> I would still give all of this... I guess I technically have to give it a nine because, you know, Tom and the gang exist. Uh, but they. Damn it. I could be talked up to a 10. I'll tell you that. Like, I'm, <laughs> I, they're such a small part of this. I don't count them. And like, like my yeah. whole thing with costumes. <laughs> yeah. Same, my whole ten. thing with costumes is. I think I've, I mean, I've said it a, billion times it feels like if you have a a good silhouette like that equals good costume for me yes and the way that the that sonic knuckles and tails 
were standing on that little rock that, like, pile. Heap, the rubble heap or whatever, yeah. Yeah, that was that was the, the silhouette. Yes. Like that like, was it was almost sad like, that they couldn't use that in the trailer. Like I get it, but yeah. like that that would have been like the thing to show in the trailer, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So like yeah, that was just I'm like, yeah. And then yeah, freaking Ro- Robotnik's outfits were just perfection. The only one that I had a problem with was when he like absorbed the the emerald i think that <laughs> and became it, neo for a minute <laughs> yeah i the, like my only problem with that one was i'm like okay i think you should have just had him wearing his his red and black suit just change all the red to green like if that was what you were going for it just, is that not what they did i thought that's no, exactly like, what happened so he had like like the weird squares like on his chest and when he changed into like the the emerald form, it became like a flat black like trench coat with like the green yeah. highlights. Uh, yeah, I thought. Yeah, I guess I. Yeah, I don't remember what I. I don't know. I thought it was like a stripe, right? Like, wasn't it like a like almost like outlining like his chest, like a green stripe? And I thought whenever he went back, like whenever they knocked it out of him, it turned red again. I, I swear yeah, it was the so, same. I'm sure you're going to see it and be like, yeah, this was two totally different people. I don't even know why why you would say that. By the way, there was a part while you're looking for that. There was a part near the beginning. I think it was right after um they blasted through <laughs> they blasted through Sonic's house, him and Knuckles and uh Robotnik or Jim Carrey got thrown and like did his little prat fall to the ground and like you could tell there was one part where you could tell so bad it was a stunt double that had like taken the fall and looked up and like did the little like fist shake of you get back here sonic or whatever he said uh but it, i don't know i thought that was hilarious <laughs> i don't think i noticed that I always listen. I always look for whenever any actor. I can't stop doing it now. Whenever any actor is not, whenever you can see them but you can't see their face, like just because I know that, like I've heard so many stories of like, oh, you know, they got the stand-in do the do the parts where they're not looking at their face. Like whenever you don't have to see their face, they usually have their stand-in do that stuff. Uh, so I'm always looking to see like, Oh, is this right? Are they standing the same way? Are they the same height? Or is it the same, like whatever? I don't know. It's, it's stupid. I'm like trying to break my own reality of it, but (laughs) okay. I, I immediately take back what I said. (laughs) It Uh, is the exact same outfit. (laughs) Okay. I was like, wow, I've gone insane. (laughs) It, It is. It's just, he has like like it's kind of like the his shoulders are red mm-hmm. and his sleeves are red and then he has like little the highlights of black but they changed all the lining to be green and then just changed all the red to be black as well so you don't see like the the sharp lines as as much gotcha but yeah going like back and forth between the two it is very obvious it's the same <laughs> same jacket so i immediately take that back <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah but still like great costume 
So yeah, no, it, it, it still looked amazing. Everything that was on that dude looked amazing from when he was on the mushroom planet to when he was getting toppled over <laughs> in Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, is everyone in agreement with 10? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Last up, we got our own personal score. So who wants to go first with that one? feel like Rose um, wants to go first. I saw his mouth Sure. <laughs> I'd be happy to. Um, overall, oh my god, this was an amazing sequel. Like I said before, this is how you do a sequel to a surprisingly hit first movie. Um, you bring in this much fan service and you actually pay it off. You don't cram it all in and like not make it make sense. Um, just everything was great. Every character had really good screen time. I hardly have any problems with the sequel. It was just so freaking good. Um so you know, uh, I'm going to go in 89. All righty. Told me to go next or you want to go, Caleb? Uh I can go. Um I am going to be at a 92. I had an absolute blast with this movie even though i had some major seeing issues with it (laughs) um i i was so glad that i was alone because i was geeking out hard like i was i was cheering and just like yes like out loud (laughs) which i don't i feel like i never do and (laughs) when i watch movies at least in public so (laughs) Feeling like I could do that just gave me like a, a better sense of like I can just sit back, relax, and enjoy this. And it was just a blast seeing these characters from my childhood do the things that I've always imagined that they would do. It was just nostalgia as at its best, and all just all the little fan servicey things that they did with Gold Sonic, with Shadow, with I mean, everything that they did that was just fan service was just pure perfection. And I, I loved every second of this movie. Well, most seconds of this movie. <laughs> uh, I was going to be like, wait a minute. Yeah, if you were scratched maybe like the 15, 20-minute <laughs> thing that we've talked about, um, this would be a damn near perfect movie for me. Seriously, take that out, and it doesn't have to be a two-hour movie. D- true that. Yeah. Like I, I, I see myself like when this comes out, like just skipping over that part. <laughs> <laughs> Which is understandable, you know? Yeah. So like I said, sitting at a ninety two. Um, so I am gonna give this movie a ninety five because I really liked it a lot like this is a movie that like i said before like it's 
it didn't there was nothing to the game like as far as i was concerned what you know with what i grew up with and these characters that were in it like there was just like knuckles was in it tails was in it sonic was the star and they just they ran left and right they did loop to loops every once in a while like it was crazy so there was no there was no idea of having like a story to this movie uh or for this movie and the fact that there was anything was kind of i don't know it was it was better than we deserved for a Sonic movie, considering the caliber of video game movies that have come out before it. Because, uh, <laughs> I mean, we just have been getting just trash, really. Like, and it's not it's not necessarily anybody's fault other than the people that just want all the monies. Because uh, they're like, well, people seem to like this, so let's just do this cash grab thing. And even though this was probably that too, I mean, we're, it seems like we're getting luckier with, uh, people that actually like care and grew up with these properties that are like, uh, doing something with them. Um, it's funny cause I joked about you doing Sonic fan fiction, but this might've just been somebody's like fan fiction that came to life. And they were just like, oh, what if Sonic lived with me and I got him pregnant? Uh, we'll leave that part out. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. This was just really good. Like, I, I, I feel the same way about this, these two movies as I felt about Detective Pikachu, because even though Pokemon, like, has this, like, you know, rich background of the show and the movies and all that stuff, like, I really thought that a live action version of it was going to be hot garbage trash. Uh, <laughs> and it was like that movie really like surpassed my expectations. And I feel kind of the same way about this one is I really, even with the, the redo of making him look better, I was like, well, this movie's still going to be terrible. Like there's, there's going to be no redeeming qualities. Uh, <laughs> and there were a lot of redeeming qualities. It was a very good. Like, this is a really good movie. And like you said, Rose, amazing sequel. It shouldn't have been this good for a sequel, let alone a video game movie. So, <laughs> yeah. Good. 95. I stand by that. <laughs> Can I change my score, actually? Like, I feel left out. <laughs> you guys really talked it up. I'm going to go with 91, actually. Yeah, 91 for me. 91? Yeah. All right, well, that averages us out to a 92.66% for, for our personal score. And with that, that concludes this week's breakdown. So the final All Bros and Untrained Eye letter grade for Sonic the Hedgehog 2 has come to a... A minus... Hey. Oh yeah, mm, it mm, is. Mm. Oh, it was so close. So it is sitting at a ninety point six six percent. That is wow. so close to not making it, but I'm so glad it did. Me too. Yeah, I mean, this I I was hoping this would at least get like a C C plus. So A minus is uh, amazing. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, sitting at a 90.66%, that puts it below Promising Young Woman, which was at a 90.75. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's below Tusk, which is at a 90.79. It is below Turning Red, which is at a 90.87. It is below <laughs> the Untrained Eyes slash Crash and Taz score for Spider-Man Far From Home. What's up, Vic? <laughs> <laughs> which you guys had at a 90.93%. Oopsie. <laughs> and then it is finally below How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, which is at a 91%. I got to watch those movies. Everyone says those movies are amazing. I've not seen a one of those Training Your Dragon movies. Oh, dude, do yourself a favor, please. Yeah, they're, they're, so they're pretty good. All right, going the other direction. This puts here we go. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog two is above Little Women, which is at a ninety point six one. Wow! It is above nineteen seventeen, which is at a ninety point three seven. I mean, listen, you got to think of it this way, Rose. You're looking at a real bump. I've never seen nineteen seventeen. I know it's a war movie. Probably a bummer. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <it> is. <laughs> yeah, you also got to think it's only a 0.3% difference. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not mad. Like, honestly, I, I can't remember. I still haven't gone back and watched 1917 again. And honestly, I don't think if I ever will. Whereas, like, with Sonic the Hedgehog 2, I will be watching this movie multiple, multiple times. Oh, yeah, for sure. Agreed. Uh, let's see. It is above us, which is at a ninety point two five. Um, it is also above Soul, which is also at a ninety point two five. Hmm. And then finally, it is above the Matrix, which is at a ninety point two four. Sorry, you DJ. know, that's the way the freaking cookie crumbles. The only, the only score that has ever been bestowed upon the All Brothers that doesn't make any sense is that freaking dork that wrongly did uh, Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> that freaking guy. I forget what score we had that before. Like, I'm pretty sure it was at an A minus before. That's didn't you say right. that? What was that guy's name? Is that the Brucken guy? Uh, Brucker. Brucker. Freaking Brucker, dude. Take your freaking horror podcast and shove it up your ace, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't he give that a C minus? That is going to be a point of contention for me forever with dude, this guy. So we we gave it like an A an A minus, which is correct. Like a really yes. high A minus. <laughs> like it it was barely not cracking an A when. We scored it when he scored it, like his personal score, like when he went through and, and did all the scores, he gave it an F. Like, and do so, you just like, enjoy? And because, and because we like average it out, that's why it's like at a C. What's crazy about that is like if you were just to take just the video game movies and put them in their hierarchy where they belong. Like, Scott Pilgrim is in the top five, like, hands down. Unless you're going, like, it has to be a video game first uh, and then a movie. But, I mean, there's a video game for Scott Pilgrim now anyway. I own it. So, <laughs> like, it counts. 
that's just crazy. Like, how does this guy have such bad opinions? Brucker, <laughs> what is the matter with you, bro? Like, oh shit. Does, does this guy have a family that you know of? Are they okay? Do we need to check on them? Uh, <laughs> uh, that is an excellent question. I mean, last <laughs> I saw, he's happily married. <laughs> yep. To who? Like, lady, <laughs> take this man to the freaking crazy bin. He freaking. I just need to know why he gave it an F. That's what I got to know. Like, was he just having a bad day? That's it. Um, That's the only thing. You have to be having a bad day. Do you want me to send you the link to his review of Scott Pilgrim? Kind of. But I also don't know that I might not end up direct messaging this guy and be like, hey, man, (laughs) what the heck is wrong with you? (laughs) You just not, did Michael Sarah, did you go to high school with him and he like punched you in the face or something? Like, what's your problem? (laughs) Yeah, he, so he, um, he stopped doing the show that he did that review on a while ago. But the feed is still up on Spotify. I'll I'll send it to you. But Please. he's super cool. So like if you message him, like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that'd be good. Um By the way, Brucker, you should know I jest, okay? Vic and I are actually friends. Okay. <laughs> We're not really enemies. Uh, <laughs> you do you do have terrible Scott Pilgrim opinions. I'll never come off that. But <laughs> I'm sure you're a fine, upstanding, not serial serial killer kind of guy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, just for shits and giggles. Um, oh yeah, where was Sonic? Yeah, the, the first, first Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog was at an eighty three point eight one percent, which put it at a B. Yeah, I uh, I would stand by that if I were you. I would too. <laughs> I mean, listen. If for what it was, for like what it ended up being, you could, if you were just gonna throw all bets out the window, like you could call it an A, only because like it should have been an F. Uh, so <laughs> theoretically, like it deserves an A for that. But I mean, well, if we for what it was, the, if we <laughs> would have gotten the exact same movie, just with that horrendous that muskrat face, freaking Sonic, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I. I don't see it affecting the score that much. Well, that's what I was saying. I'd be giving the effects like a two. Yeah. Okay. Fair. (laughs) But that's the thing. Like the that's what I was trying to say before. Is like they clearly didn't have to change the story. Like they just had to change the effects of Sonic. So like the the bones of it were still there, and it was a it was a good movie. Uh, I would definitely watch it again. Um, But. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> From think... my understanding, the special, like, they had um, a lot of the, the, like, the only special effects that were completely done with that um, design were the ones that we saw in the trailer. Like that I would was believe all... that. I would believe that if they didn't push it back like a couple months after the backlash. <laughs> yeah, well, they yeah, pushed I... it back to do like a full replacement of the the character because like the movie, how f- close was the movie to like coming out? It was like a month or two. Hey, I was gonna say they... it wasn't far, yeah. and they pushed it back quite a bit to be like, ah, just kidding. We'll uh, we'll think about this a little longer. <laughs> yeah, and so I mean that makes sense because you're like completely redoing everything 
I want to find out in 10 years that this was a ploy. Because that was one of the conspiracy theories that went around, that they put that out just to, like, drum up, uh, uh, you know, what's the word, like, uh, heat on that movie. Because people were going to be like, this is ridiculous, you need to make it look like Sonic. I can't imagine anyone would gamble like that, because that's a stupid thing to gamble on. But people have done dumber things, so I would love if that ended up being... Dude, I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't be mad in the slightest. Everything lost, but did you lose me? Yeah, just for now a little bit. Sorry, what did you say? I don't even know. I thought you could hear me, and I was like, "Wow, I'm, what I must have said was very <laughs> impactful." Uh, <laughs> yeah, my I'm sorry. Wi-Fi, it, my it, Wi-Fi was just acting up again. I'm so sorry. I want to blame. You know what? It's not his Wi-Fi, folks. It's my Wi-Fi. I'm terrible. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I have Florida Wi-Fi, and it's terrible. There's alligators running all through it. (laughs) Oh. Well, anyway, like I said, that concludes this headliner. So, Rose, if you want to take it from here. I would love to. So, if you like what you heard, want to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are damn near everywhere. DJ, would you like to tell everybody where they can find you? Yes, I would. Uh, you can find us being uh, pretty, pretty, uh, you know, hmm. How would I describe? How would you describe my uh, my internet comings and goings here recently, Caleb? <laughs> That is an excellent question. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you this. I haven't posted on uh, Instagram or Twitter in like 10 episodes. And here's what's really crazy. This is what I'm going to talk about on my show. So, spoiler alert. Um, I haven't posted in like 10 episodes. And do you know how much it's changed our listenership? Guess. Like zero? None. None at all. It hasn't gone up or down. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you can find us on on all the social media platforms at Untrained iPod. That's E Y E P O D. Um, and if you if I have five people DM me, different people, and they just go, "Hey, man, we want to see what kind of posts you would post if you posted," then I'll start posting again. But otherwise, I'm going to throw up a story every now and then on Instagram, and I'll like your tweets on Twitter. <laughs> or if you want to get on, if you want to get on me, pretty consistent. If you want to like, if you want to like, get on me and Caleb's algorithm, uh, you can hit me up on TikTok, and I will send you all the TikToks, all of them. <laughs> they're they're pretty great. I can I can vouch for that. <laughs> I try and send like the freaking elite ones. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I occasionally get a little loosey goosey with the stuff that I send. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why, by the way, I don't know why. It's because it's late. Like, don't let everything I just said throw that out the window. Yeah, I'm terrible on social media, but you know where I'm great is with my wife on the Untrained Eye podcast that I didn't even mention at all. Uh, Beth and I do the show. Uh, Beth has been on the show. Uh, this show a couple times as well and yeah 
it's a great show. People seem to like it, it consistently, whether we post or not. So <laughs> come on through. Give it a listen. I didn't even talk about Russia or Ukraine on like the last two episodes. So there you go. <laughs> Dude, the most under... I, I don't think the... <laughs> like, I know you... you not blah, 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 blah. Yes. I know that you titled the episode what you titled it but i don't say think it that, what is i it? don't think no i don't think that <laughs> the your your joke got enough love wait which talking, are you talking about the talk or the whole like black lightning and i want to be his sidekick vanilla thunder <laughs> oh my god i love it that dude, i <laughs> I was in the the bathroom uh, at work when <laughs> I I heard that and I start, I started laughing my ass off. Well, can I tell you there's a song it's called there's a song by Ben Folds 5 called Draw a Crowd and he at the very end of that song he's like I only wanted to be Stevie Wonder but I had to settle for this Vanilla Thunder. And I always thought Vanilla <laughs> oh Thunder God. was a hilarious thing to say. And so when I heard Black Lightning I was like that Vanilla Thunder would be a great sidekick. <laughs> 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 oh shit <laughs> oh man so those are the kind of hijinks you're gonna get over at the untrained eye <laughs> and it's great i every every week <laughs> dude oh i love your guys' show so much <laughs> and us you <laughs> Uh, if you uh, if you prefer to catch all of our episodes on YouTube, we also not videos. Oh my God! All of, uh, if you prefer to catch our episodes on YouTube, you can also listen there. We upload them there as well. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, uh, where you can DM up DM us with episode ideas, answer our questions of the week when we actually post them, um, and that's also a great way to uh, let us know that you would like to join us because we would love to have anyone on. Uh, and those include Facebook, uh, which would be facebook.com forward slash the Albros, Twitter and Instagram at the Albros. Um, we're also on TikTok uh, at the Albros, um, even though I haven't posted a video in a very long time. I really need to get better at that. Um, and then if you prefer to uh, email us, um, you can do just that. We are the Albros channel at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to check out our website, get to know each of us a little better, uh, you can find us at tinyurl.com forward slash the Albros, um, where it would be where it is the best place to buy our merch because it's the only place that you can actually get where it, whatever you want because of stupid studios. Um, but if you prefer to get your merch from somewhere else or like the actual official uh, Merch website, you can go to tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Albros channel. Uh, Caleb, what is next week? Because <laughs> I can't remember now. Wait, I have one quick question. Yeah. Do we have any Monster House updates? Uh, we have had huh. two sales. Woo! I'm just saying. Like, it doesn't stop. <laughs> Dude, it doesn't stop. Oh, God, I love it. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to switch over our merch shop to Teespring. 
but it is so much freaking work. <laughs> I have <laughs> 200 episodes worth of, of episode Jesus, art to yeah, go through. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, shit. And then, like, I'm making new ones, too, so I'm like, jeez. Like, I have so many shirt designs, like, ready to be, like, converted into, like, the actual, like, size and everything for shirts. I I haven't done it. <laughs> Ooh, I know it's not a thing anymore, but maybe you could make, like, how you do the little animations now. You could make uh, All Bros NFTs. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think NFTs are over. I think they did you hear Damn. about did you hear what happened? So Jack, the uh the Twitter CEO, he like made his first tweet into a NFT and it went on to he wanted to try and sell it for I want to say something, we'll just say an arbitrary million number, which was like we'll say forty million or four hundred million, something crazy. The highest Jesus. bid that came in for that NFT, guess. Just guess. I'll give you a hint. I, it's what it's about what I thought uh uh Rose had invested on his uh Gacy merch. <laughs> oh, just like twenty five hundred? It was like thirty six hundred bucks. That was what, <laughs> that was what came in. Jeez. So I think NFTs well, okay. are over. <laughs> Jeez. Dude, that one artist who freaking sold like sixty million dollars worth of Good for His him. NFT. Yeah. Like him and Beeple. That Beeple dude that makes that weird art that I like very much. Oh, uh, that was him. That was who I was talking about. Oh yeah, dude. That guy made ma 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 multiple millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. All right, I'm sorry. So no, no like, all right. No, you're good. <laughs> uh I mean what, sorry, Caleb. What what did you say next week's episode is? Oh, it's uh, it's called Stone Cold, <laughs> not <gasps> the wrestler. In, you're doing that next week. Yep. It, are you guys just doing it, or is Ben coming on? Um, as far as I'm aware, Ben is coming on. God, thank you. This <laughs> or guys, actually, is I got a preview week? of it. <laughs> oh my god. Please, like, I am not usually the one to be like, go watch a movie, uh, because I, you know, I don't know. People have different tastes. Go watch this movie, please. I just saw the trailer for it. <sighs> please watch it. Please. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. You guys almost can't not love this movie. It's, it's, yes. It's going to be Stone Cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that that, that will do it. Um, so <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're kidding. I'm horrible at editing these things. Uh, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And I'm your baby brother. <laughs> Uh, i love it uh and we will see you guys next week bye bye everybody oh shit i thought you were gonna do herbert sorry no no you're good dude i don't think i could do it sorry man 
Deuces. Uh, <laughs> so long. There we go. <laughs> DJ's got it for me. <laughs>